Oh, should I keep them on? Oh, okay. Take them off. I don't know. Either way, I think they look fine. Turn to, let me see. To put them on, turn to the camera. Can I we take a picture? Yeah, ask the producer. Yeah. I, I think keep them on. Okay, me personally, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think they they're just fun. readers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like I put on Facebook this early this morning. I said, you know, you aging when you need, when you, your readers turn to needers. <laughs> Because <laughs> need these mugs, right? They were, they four was like, I'm getting ready to read something. Let me put this on now. They, I need these. <laughs> All right, let's get Okay. All right. <clears throat> Mike check, Mike check. Mortal Masters podcast. I mean, of course, across me, I got two special guests. Uh, I got Miss Jamila Dukes and Miss Kimberly. Is it Beasley? It's Beasley. Hey, my, my, my screen, my, my screen, it said Kimberly Beasley picking up uh, to call me when you called me. So, I figured that was your first and last name. But some people's name don't be what it is on a, on a call ID, so I wasn't sure. Um, well, for, before we get started, um, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself. I know Jamila, so I'm going to ask her questions too. I'm not leaving you out. Okay. But um, I, I did. I watched Carlton's uh, ce- uh, Black Celebration. Oh, you did. And I seen he started with you, so I wanted to do different, you know, just, just being funny. Do you think? All right, so. Um, where you want to know? Where you want to start at? Just, tell, just a little about yourself first. I'm going to ask questions. Just a little about yourself first. Um... My name is Kimberly Beasley. I'm a wife. I've been married for 11 years. I'm a mother to four. Um, I own Curva 2 Boutique. I'm a retired veteran. Um, I'm just, just out here doing my thing. Just some black excellence. I'm talking about. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamila? She's the, she's the first owner of a plus-size boutique in Augusta, Georgia, and she had it for 11 years before she transitioned over to Curva 2 Athletics. Okay, I like that. I actually saw that. Yeah, I saw that as well. I was going. I was going to. I am. I I will tell you. I am not. If the ask, if someone's to ask me about me, I'm not that person that's going to put my whole resume out there because I do have one. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm. I don't want to say humble because that's not. I'm just not the person that puts everything out there all the time Mm, like that. Her athletic line was featured in. She said you can be humble. New York Fashion Week. Her athletic line was featured in New York Fashion Week, and her swim line was launched at Miami, Miami swim, swim Week. That's what's up. So I, I, I do know a lot of that stuff. I, I did my research before I started, right? But so what you asked me for then? It's always let the people know. It's, no, but that's a technique I use to get people um, uh, comfortable. Okay, cool. Because like I'm gonna ask about this stuff, but I already know what I want to ask. You know, okay, like cool, most cool. answers you want to give me, I'm, I'm already knowing. You know? <laughs> it's just to illustrate it, you know. Right. Uh, it's not like drawing something out. You know what you want to do. You're just kind of doing it, you know, and then you, you, get, you get a, a gist there. But um, Jamila, about, tell, tell me a little about you. Um, so Jamila is a Jersey girl. I am a mother of one. Um, the people in the community consider me a community activist. I just do what God tell me to do. I'm the owner of the Soul Market. Uh, mm-hmm. My services, I provide wellness services to the, the community in its totality. I go into the schools, go into different businesses, and provide wellness because mental health is very, very important. And a lot of us overlook it, and we don't tend to it until it's actually time to we have like a mental breakdown. But the same way you go get monthly, I mean yearly checkups, you should get yearly checkups on your mental health. So I just, uh, I just do that work in the community, and the kids love it. I go into the schools and do yoga and meditation and sound baths. And it's usually very interesting because they, they usually think it's not a black organization. So when they come in, they be like, who's doing yoga? And then when they see us, and then they hear their music and then they vibe with us, they be like, oh, 
when y'all coming back? <laughs> you know? That's, that's interesting because it's called soul. I wouldn't, yeah. I'm not, no, no disrespect to anybody that's white. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't make that synonymous with. with, with well, soul with, stands for spreading our universal love. So it could be, you never know. What maybe, it could be. Maybe they just read it out. They didn't look at its soul. It just spread it out. You love acronym. and just said, okay. Just spread it out. universal <laughs> love market. Right. So I just try to embody everything wellness and um, just give back to the community the things that I desire to have that I didn't have when I was younger. Well, I, I will say this. And um, I've seen you. Matter of fact, I've seen you everywhere. Damn near. <laughs> um, we, we, we know each other. We've done work with each other, like yes. content and stuff like that, um, interviews and all that. But I, I, I've done your, I've done your, your podcast. Um, you've done mine. But I've also seen you outside of that. Like, I might not speak about it a lot, but I've seen you outside of your athlete hitting the pavement. And I normally don't bother you. Like, if you say something to me, I'll, I'll speak. So one time, I think I saw your Waffle House one time. And it was like, it was a ghetto Waffle House, too. So you really was pounding the pavement. It wasn't like one of them nice, it was the Waffle House that's like in the. Oh, yeah. And I seen you with my daughter. And he was like, hey, man. I was like, what's up? You know, I know you're working. I ain't going to bother you, you know. Same. Yeah, I was doing canvassing for Georgia Shift at that time. Um, Doing my due diligence to get people registered to always. vote. Always, that's what I'm saying. You're always working. I mean, election is coming up next year, and baby, we got. But this to was get months ago, so you were, you wasn't just doing like you said. Not when the time comes, you were doing it way before. Like you know, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do my groundwork first, and then I'm gonna start. You know, I do, you up. know, you know, I'm from Jersey. I definitely believe it's feet the street. If you want the people to to connect with you, you got to meet the people where they at. Yeah, definitely. So you just got to go out to them, and you got to engage with them, and talk to them, and be personable. With them, so yeah, I'm always in the community doing something. Nah, I, I respect that. I also want to. You, you said something. I didn't want to cut you off, but you said um you should also get like yearly mental checkups, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna talk about a bunch of stuff, but I wanted to ask you about that. So, at at this day and age, right? And I know at, at one point yearly might have been the thing. Do you think yearly is adequate? Or should it be like half a year? I feel like so much going on. I don't know if yearly is even a good a good. I think you should probably check up on your mental health. Quarterly, probably. Monthly, quarterly, however often your energy shifts, because when your life shifts, mm. your mental health shifts. Mm. So if you could be great for three months and then have three deaths in one month, that's, that's, a, that's trauma. That's a lot of trauma. And you have to, you know, you don't, life don't stop. It doesn't stop for you to grieve. You have to continue to keep going and pushing and getting up and going to work and doing, taking care of your kids or doing whatever, running your business. So whenever you feel not like yourself, like in, in the flow of being mm -hmm. yourself, you should definitely go and check in with yourself, check in with God and find you a therapist. Um, and what I'm finding out and what I'm finding is that people are actually seeking out help, but the help is not openly available. So I know someone that just went recently to seek out therapy and it was like, yeah, we got an appointment in three weeks. I'm having a crisis right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three but, weeks is not adequate. But that also goes to what you were talking about at first when you say like checking your health and stuff like, you know, you say people don't want to do something until it's time. Right. But sometimes that's the only time you might not have time to stop. And that's fine if you want to check it. Right. But let's say you, you felt a lump in your chest or something like that. Right. Absolutely. And they say, oh, yeah, well, we got a available open in three weeks. Well, let's say two weeks go by, you don't feel a lump no more. You just don't get it checked out now because you don't have that time, you know? Like, mm -hmm. So a lot of that stuff isn't uh, openly available, but uh, like, what, what do you suggest somebody does, whether it's mental health, whether it's uh, actually, actually true, like uh, physical, um, something physical that's harming them or, or hurting them, that they can't find this help, but uh, a, a doctor appointment is a month out or three weeks out. Like, what do they do then? Who do they reach out to? Like, 
Who do you reach out to? I say that's when you uh, tap into yourself and listen to what your body is telling your mind. Mm -hmm. Because your body tells you. Like, you know when something's wrong with you. Because Sorry, but you said that also, and I was going to say, you're right, like, you do. But, like, some people, they, or some of us, I'm going to say us, because mm-hmm. us in the room, I'm talking to y'all, we all do a lot of stuff, right? A lot of, a lot of people depend on us doing these things, you in the community, you know. Sometimes you're doing so much, something wrong with you, but we do so much that we just keep doing, like, you know? We just keep moving. You we feel like. intentional. Listen, I am a perfect example of what you just said, because my body has been talking to me since the beginning of the year. Go check your stomach. Go check your stomach. Like, it's literally been whispering at me all year. And just last month, I ended up in a hospital for 11 months because I I was so busy taking care of everything else and moving and grooving and moving and grooving. I knew my spirit had already knew what was wrong, but I didn't take the time out to take care of myself. Mm. And so I'm a live witness of when your body speaks to you and your spirit tells you to go and check and do something, you know, go and check. Nothing is more important than your health because if you don't have your health, you have nothing. You could have a billion dollars yeah. <laughs> in the bank. And be and, terminal. And, be, and it can't do nothing. nothing with, you nothing can't can spend it. it. You can't do right. nothing with it if you're not healthy. So your health is your wealth. And I know that God sat me down purposely for me to have reflection and for me to have a reset and for me to connect more with God in that moment. So that's the moment that I took from him, but I don't want anyone listening to have to go that far into it. Um, When your body tells you and your body speaks to you, please, please listen. Your your emotions are connected to your physical health. Well, I was going to say... You know how, how life is funny like that, right? Because it 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 trick us a lot too. So uh, we always talk about age and not talk about age and all that stuff. Everybody want to be younger, da da da. But like when you're younger, that, those are things you can do, and you kind of get away with it when you're younger. You know, your body is say, "Oh, you're tired," but you just keep going. You're younger, you're energetic, you can mm-hmm. do it. You know, um, our body does have a wear and tear. So mm-hmm. you're getting older. You, we all think so. Depending on your age, you know, you think 30 is young, but it's. For a body that's kind of oh that's thirty years of you just moving and doing stuff, not paying attention and just keep doing what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do the same thing you did when you was fifteen, sixteen, oh, twenty. No. <laughs> but if, if if you came up thinking you can and it always worked for you, it can trick you because now you feel like well I'll be fine, I just work through it. Yeah, when you was sixteen, it was it was okay probably because you probably were just tired, you know. But now you're thirty five, you're thirty four, whatever. Them bones ain't the same bones. No, them bones is twenty not. years older now. <laughs> And that matters. I think when you were talking about what do you do when you have, um, you want to get your mental check out and they say three weeks. I think that if you have, you have to have a strong village around you. Mm -hmm. Someone that you Mm -hmm. can talk to, someone that you can lean on and really somebody who can, whose shoulders are strong enough for you to be able to say, look, this is what I'm going through and be able to put it all on the table and say, this is what I'm going through so that you have somebody. We can't, Sometimes we get into situations where I don't want to let nobody know my business and so forth and so on. But we all need that person that we can go to. Even if it's just a dump and say, look, I need to put this somewhere. And I, I'm not expecting you to solve it for me, but I'm, I just need you to listen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just sitting there and just letting it all out. Because sometimes you can't tell your spouse, you can't tell your kids, you can't tell. Because it might be about them too. 
Yeah. <clears throat> but you got to have that confidant, somebody. We always got to have somebody, a confidant that we can talk to and vent to. And someone that's not going to judge us when I say this is how I'm feeling right now. You know, you make a good point, And this is not what I wanted to gear into, though. Like, but um, the way I work at, I was just retail. I say I work in retail, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I manage and I, I you know, you play a real uh, intricate part in, in the uh, operation of the store for wherever you at. So it's so much going on. People got real life going on, mm -hmm. and there's and retail is different since COVID. It's like everything's yes. just busier now, you know. Um, sometimes I do, I do find everything I just said, like uh, a, a associate, whatever, would just want to say something, right? So they'll be venting, talking, da da da, and I don't have to say nothing. They just be like. I'm fine now. I just need to say that. And the fact that you didn't judge me or you didn't like tell me shut up or give me no more work to do and you just listen to what I said, you didn't say nothing at all, but I just needed that. So I'm cool. Some people just want to be heard without yeah. being judged. Yeah. They want to be heard. Judgment-free zone. Yeah, they want to be heard without being judged. They want to know, when I, if I put all this on the table, am I in a safe space that I'm not mm. going to hear about it on social media or you're not going to tell your friends? When I say don't tell nobody, that's exactly what I mean. Right. Not even <laughs> your spouse or whoever else you confide in. Mm -hmm. But if I tell you don't say anything, that's what I mean. And that's what people, some people just need that, you know, and just sit there and say, this is what I'm dealing with, and this is what I'm wrestling with. I don't need nothing from you to answer it. I just need you to put it on the table and not be judged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know earlier you um, was being funny. You said, what you ask me for? But see how comfortable <laughs> we all got now? You know what I'm saying? And it's I all a tactic. I do believe that if you go to if you go to any emergency room, any hospital, and tell them that you're in a mental crisis, that someone will see you. Mm, okay. They will not turn you away. <laughs> if you go to any emergency room at any hospital and tell them that you're having a mental crisis, they will not turn you away. Very true. So that's a, that's a good um, supplement just in case you, you can't get the appointment in a, a good right. time. They but will not also, turn you away, and they will connect you with the right people to see, and it'll probably speed up the process right, of you right, being right. able to speak to someone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would say, just in Augusta, um, just speaking uh, locally, like we got some of the best health stuff um, in the world. Um, I don't know if people know that or not, but if you go to you know Augusta, Augusta University or whatever, um, they got their own doctors in there too. So you might can't get an appointment with your doctor, your primary care, mm -hmm. but then you can get one there the next day with some top of the line uh, doctors here that move here just to work here in this field. So, mm -hmm. um, no, definitely shout out to Augusta for that. But so uh, how I normally do it is um, when, I, when I talk to people, I try to get their story a little bit too. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll start with you, but I'm going to ask both of y'all because, well, I got a two for one here. I got, <laughs> two, I got, I got, got two, two, two black women, two black excellent women, and then I got oh, two gosh. women from Jersey. Right, yes, you do. So there's just so many, so yes. many commonalities here, right? <laughs> so uh, talk to me about um, how was Jersey coming up for you? Oh, man. East Orange was where it's at. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, love, I love East Orange, New Jersey. I still love it to this very day. Um, I grew up, and, and if anybody's from <clears throat> Jersey, when they know, they're going to understand what I say. I grew up, I'm from up the hill <laughs> in East Orange. Um, so if you're from that area, you know what up the hill means. Um, I grew up up the hill um, next to a park. I had um, great elementary schools, middle school, high schools um, that promoted black excellence from the door. Mm. Um, the principal of Franklin, uh, was called, it was Franklin Elementary, but now it's the Whitney Houston School of Performing Arts. Um, Whitney Houston is from Jersey, right? Yeah, she's yeah. around the corner. Yeah. She's around, yeah. She lives around the corner. She lived around the corner from me. Okay. I stood 
unknowing when I was a kid, I stood behind her in McDonald's, that McDonald's on Dodge Street, and everybody was tripping. I didn't even know why. I was just, like, trying to get my Happy Meal. But <laughs> everybody was tripping. It was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then, like, she she grabbed the food. She like, thank you, and she walked out, and I got a glimpse. She walked past me. Um, Did you start singing when you sing? No, I didn't. Oh, you know, man. that's the first and last time I saw her that close. But Queen Latifah um, yep. absolutely ran into her in Sandwiches Unlimited. If you're from Ooh, East Orange, you know what Sandwiches Unlimited, Unlimited is. Oh. That is one of the best sandwich places <laughs> in the area. Give me a pastrami <clears throat> sandwich. I ran into Queen. I, you see Queen Latifah always there. Naughty by Nature. Um, they used to hang out across the street from my cousin's house um, over on Brookwood and East Orange on the other side of town. Um, all of those, Chino XL, all those people, you just see them coming and going. So I grew up, you know, East Orange was the spot, and it's still a spot, you know. Um, I just love it. I love East Orange. When I go home, my energy shifts. I feel, I'm like, I'm home. I'm, yeah. You know, let me get my double Italian cheeseburger, and let me go sit on my, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, if you haven't had one, baby. It, it cannot, got fries on it. It's a fry, it's a, it's a sub, it's a, it's a cheeseburger on a sub roll. With fries, I put fries in my burger. I never thought uh, that's the thing. It I guess is, that is it's a, thing. It's, it's, it's an actual. It's an actual. Thing. It's an actual sandwich. It's like you. Can what get it's called? A, a Italian cheeseburger. cheeseburger. You get Italian cheeseburger. <laughs> that's um one patty. A double Italian is two. A whole Italian. No, a double Italian is four patties. A whole Italian that's cheeseburger. A lot. Four patties is is, is, is insane. That's, that, but that's listen, a lot. it don't stop there. That's a lot. It don't stop there. <laughs> it don't stop at four. A whole, a whole Italian cheeseburger is eight patties on a, it's like a, it's like a foot long oh, sub. Oh, okay, okay, it's okay, like, it's not I got you, I got like you. like this, it's a okay. foot long sub, and on it, okay. you have the patties. I get it that makes more sense, huh? Yes. It's <laughs> not like this, like this. I was like, four is insane, though. come on. Right. Four is insane, four is, four is insane. If you told me four, I was going to say, we need to check the health in Germany, Now listen, now my son, that's right. a lot. My son, he came home with me one time, and I challenged him to eat, um, Italian, a double Italian, because he had never had a sandwich. And Tyrese had never had a sandwich, um, had a sandwich there before. And he was like, that ain't nothing, that ain't nothing. He ate it. He was in love. Mm. Anytime I go home now, um, if my husband or my son, like, can you, like, are you flying back, like, directly back? Yeah, <laughs> Will it, it keep? <laughs> like, can you carry it in your, your carry-on? Will it hold till, the, like, that evening? You know, they want me to bring them back because it's just that good. Yeah. But East Orange is, I love East Orange. What about you? Talk about your time in Jersey. How, what was Jersey like mm. coming up for you? So coming up for me was different. I'm from Passaic, New Jersey. So she from Essex County. I'm from Passaic County. And it's like kind of like right, is it right next door? It's close. I think Passaic and Essex County mm -hmm. is next door to each other. If you come out of Passaic County, you go into Essex County. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Bergen. Um, no, Bergen County it's, is the other way. Okay. Um. And growing up for me was probably a little different from Kim because I my uh my upbringing I had two parents that were addicted to uh to drugs, so I took on the role of being like the big sister and the mama, mm -hmm. from like the age of who like eight years old. I've always been like the adult, you know what I mean? And um, I moved back and forth from Jersey to Augusta as a kid, like literally, like. We was in Jersey one year. We was in Augusta one year. We was in Jersey one year. I don't want to cut you off, but I have to ask, like, what, what, what's the, what's the um, correlation? Like, why, why, why he come back down here? What's down here? Um, so my, 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 I have an aunt that was in the military, and my aunt had a baby, and she needed a babysitter, and so we came here for my mom to assist my, to, to assist her sister with her baby, 
And then they fell in love with Augusta. And so it became like my second home. Okay. So we just, like, we were here and then we were back home. And then we were here and we were back home. Um, and so growing up was a little, I, I had to always figure out how to be, I was always a new girl. Like I said, I went back and forth. So every year I was like, Making new friends. Here I come again. <laughs> Here I come again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here I come again in different schools. So, like, and I've went to, um, and this is how much I moved around. Like, I'm going to give you. So, I went to Meadowbrook. I went to Tupman. I went to Glen Hills Middle. I started high school at Glen Hills High. And then I went back home. And then I, my mother decided that she was going to be stationary. And I just finished high school in Jersey. Um, but growing up in Jersey was cool. Like when I say I love Jersey, I'm a Jersey girl to the core of me. Like it'll, you can you can take the girl out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the girl. <laughs> Never ever. And like Kim said, when I go home, I feel like like if I, if I drive home, and once I get to that turnpike, get on the Delaware, come over the Delaware bridge, come over the Delaware bridge, and say, "Welcome to New Jersey." I'll be like, "Yeah, <laughs> baby." I'm <laughs> and, then, and then the reality hits in that you got to drive all the way up the turnpike. Yes. <laughs> or when you fly in and you be like, ooh, okay. All right, they go to city. I'm home. Yeah. Touchdown in Newark. You be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something different about Jersey. The, the, the people in Jersey are different. Um, we have a different hustle. We have a different spirit. We got a different vibe. Um, they say that we're a little rude and we're a little arrogant. I don't think it's so. I, I just think that we're probably just a little sure of ourselves and we're not going to take no shit off of nobody, kind of, sort of. a little harsh well, and direct, but everybody we can't up be. in that area is, though. New I mean, York, New we Jersey, ain't got time for We don't have time you know? for all that extra stuff. Before before we started recording, uh, me and her was in here talking, right? <laughs> and uh, I said one of the things was, I, I was, I'd like to say pride. I think that's, that's, the, that's the easier word because I think when you, when people like to say it would be rude or something like that, it's not that I think we just so prideful it comes off as such, right? But I don't, I I feel like I hate the fact that up north in general gets that uh connotation of like being rude. Yeah. But it's rude up there. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not a southern hospitality thing. I get that. But I mean like just being prideful where you where you from or being sure, like being confident. That's just something you that's instilled in you like when you were very very young. I think you had to come up that way because if is. you didn't, you would be eat by the streets. Yeah. So you had to. You know, be a little. Uh, you had to have a little bit of a mouth on you. Yeah, a little a assertive. Little, little, yeah. You got to have a little something on you because if you can't fight, you better be able to talk them off you. You better be able to talk. <laughs> that's funny. You can't fight. You better be. Your mouth better do it because something. You better be able to hike and crack real good. So they be like, let me not say nothing. Well, you to better her. have some friends that got your back. You like yo, you can't something. mess with her. Which is funny because like it's up there like a melting pot. We always talk about melting pot with F. F- ethnicity but oh, it's a melting yes. pot with personalities as well you got your scammers you got your talkers you got your fighters you got your robbers you got your shooters you got your nice people you got your mean people you got so many different kind of people or person you got to watch out for very true i, I was going to ask you about adapting but like that's 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 the north for you like you have to adapt every day with yeah. all these personalities because any 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 day something different could happen to you just from you walking from this Man. corner to that corner. In, you can catch yeah, the yeah. bus, and just catching public transportation, catching a train, and you be looking like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. It's, it's a Puerto Rican lady. She got five kids. A Mexican lady got four kids. And the 
African guy in the back and then an Italian guy over here talking real slick. In the middle of all of that, you got to see all that, hear all that, be aware of all that, and mind your business at the same time. Yep. And mind your business at the <laughs> same like time. like you don't see none of it. You yep. don't see anything. You don't see that person over in the corner getting their butt kicked. You're unless it's like, a threat to you. It, unless I, it's a threat to you. business. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a threat to you, then you see it. Right. That's like when I, when I go home and I go to East Star, like when I go to North, like say if I'm sitting in the car talking, like people down here are not that alert. Like if I'm sitting in the car having a conversation, I'm like this. Yeah, yeah observing. What? Watching all of the mirrors. <laughs> Watching gotcha. all of the mirrors because it's people walking up and down the street. You don't know what they doing, what they agenda. You gotta watch them. You gotta watch their body language. Do they got bags in their hands? Do they got kids? What kind of clothes they got on? How big is his coat? Can it be sitting underneath his coat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I need to pull off? Do yeah. I need to sit here with the car and drive <laughs> just in case I need to go? Yeah, those are things I am not. So it's a lot. It's not to say that everybody don't know that, but I, I do think that it's 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 super common up there. But regardless of life you're living, you could live a good life, you could be in the field, not in the field, whatever. I still think those are all qualities you have in general up there. Mm -hmm. Whereas mm -hmm. down here, I think if you in a certain life, you might move that way depending. But up there, it's like regardless. Everybody's no matter move what. That yeah, way. you, you could be a white collar, blue collar, whatever. You're gonna do it regardless. Like that's just always yeah. got your head on the you, swivel. You coming home at two o'clock in the morning and get stopped at a red light? You're not stopping. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna stop. What? You're gonna look. And you're going. Let me tell you're you not that. gonna sit there and wait for that light to change because you, you don't know what that. You don't know that life can, be can change. Life can change for you real quick. You Essence know, County you, taught me that. I used to hang out in Essence County, and I was following these guys one time, right? And they was driving. We was going to Elizabeth. Hmm. And oh, that, 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 that's a bad choice right there. Listen, so. we, just, just right there was a bad choice. We was driving, and he ran a light, and I'm like, oh, my God, he ran a light. And he said, my best friend said he was in the car, and he said, if Miller is my nigga, she going to run these lights. So I seen what he did. I ran all the lights. Since that point on, I will run a red light. Yeah, yeah, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm coming home late. Yeah, I'm running the and light. And there's nobody out on the street, and I'm just sitting there at a light at yeah. 2 in the morning or whatever, and there's nobody out there. Well, now it, I'm 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 gonna I'm well, gonna you gonna have to you can take the picture and catch me later. I'll take the ticket, but I, look, I'm, I'm about not to say, gonna, Kim. Now you gotta watch for the cameras. And that's fine. There ain't need no police out there now. The camera. If I'm in Atlanta, I'll do it. Like I yeah, will I, run it, but like yeah, you just I'll yeah, swipe that. That's I'll what I like about Augusta. It's, I it's ran a red light coming here. here, so I ain't gotta worry about that. Like, I don't feel the need to do so silly. I don't feel the need. Like I don't feel the need uh, to have to do any of those things here. Yeah. I feel like I have an ease about. Um, being here mm -hmm. and I've been here for a good while I've never felt even when I had my business downtown on Broad Street I never felt um and everybody's like oh downtown is so dangerous I was downtown for 11 years never broken into never anything any type of anything the worst thing that ever happened to me is like a homeless guy he wanted to come and use the bathroom and and he wanted to use the bathroom in my dressing room and we we worked that out. I had a bat behind me, and we were gone now, you know. Yeah. But other than that, I never <laughs> felt like I had to have a gun on me in my store or anything of that type, like I was going to get robbed or anything. And I would have events late in the evening, after midnight, 1 o'clock. I would ask for a police presence. I would call him ahead and ask for mm -hmm. a police presence, saying what I'm doing and how late I'm going to be, just so my customers can get to their car safely. You know, just to make sure, you know, I wouldn't want nobody to get hurt um, coming, um, leaving an event that I'm doing. Yeah. But other than that, as far as me walking around or anything like that, I never felt, never felt unsafe like that here. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I say, you know, about Augusta is um, I know 
people like to joke about it or they, they don't like it. They're from here or whatever. But um, it's a retirement city for a reason. Like it's it's not it's not saying nothing happened here, but it's just super peaceful than what we're used to. I can say that. Very much so. Yeah, very Based much on, so. If you compare it to where we well, even today, even though like me being from Brooklyn, Brooklyn's not Brooklyn, right? But it's I, so the nice. crime is still way better here than it will be in Brooklyn. Very you know, because I'm pretty sure if I read the the New York Post or something, it's still gonna tell me this person got stabbed, this person got very robbed, true. this person yeah. got killed. Um, but versus here, you it's just so small. You feel it more because it's mm-hmm. community driven, but yeah. it don't happen as frequent. Right. You know, every day it happens where we from. Yeah, you, this is you like, go on the news. I witness news up there and it's, you know, 12 people got killed and it's home. down here. And, yeah. you know, not like that here. It's it's starting now. I've been here for a while. And I will say that certain things are starting to, you're starting to hear about more things happening. There used to be a time when on the news, they used to talk about the kids' lunch, what they was eating for lunch at school. And they don't have time for that anymore. They're talking about what's what's happening. Things are happening um, so it's it's not bad, but things are happening. Right. This is just because the population is growing in the city, and right, you know, true. as the population grows, crime is definitely it's just a natural thing that crime is going to grow. Mm-hmm. But people always ask me, why do you, why you move to Augusta? I'd be like, easy living, it's peaceful. Yeah, peaceful. definitely peaceful. Like I went home in June, and I think I have gotten accustomed to being in the South. My cousin lived off of this like really busy road, right, <laughs> y'all. And it was buses and, and ambulances and cars. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is that noise? Like, I'm used to listening to the trees, you know, the trees and the birds chirping outside. I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to get back home to Georgia because, um, yeah, I'm ready to go back home to Georgia. So it's definitely peaceful living here. Um but it is a lot of stuff going on in Augusta. There's stuff going on. It's just... I, I remember one time being in um, 3DL, and, you know, I'm watching and I'm looking, and I see some guys, and they throwing up some signs, and some other guys threw up some other signs, and some other guys threw up some other signs. I said, okay, it's time for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, back to what we were saying, though, even mm. even if it's even though it's here, it's still, like, if, I'm, if I had to pick where I'm, where I'm going to have that at, to where I'm going to have it yeah, here. Yeah, I'm going to definitely have it here. Yeah. I could, For sure. Regardless of where you're from, uh, like, let's say we just use neighborhood. Let's say Meadowbrook was going at it with Barn Village, whatever, right? You could still stop at that Meadowbrook lot. You'd be fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not mm. like what we used to. Like, no, oh, some places, like, you, you can't sure. stop. You're not no, stopping here. Not. Because it's on site, whether it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon or 4 a.m. It don't exactly. matter. Exactly. Like, on you, site is on site man. for a lot so, of people. <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate that here. So yeah, me that, too. That's, that's when the Southern hospitality, I'm like, okay, I see I see it now. You know, Because mm-hmm. you grow up to give 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 grace and, you know, and, 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 and just be well-mannered. True. Even though, you know, you, you do whatever you're doing, but, you know. Right. Um, so I know you talk about, the, talk about the jersey, but, like, let's talk about you, like, your your um coming down here um because we spoke off off air of course right. you told me but like what was it about Augusta that made you stay here or that made you come here like give me a Augusta story of how you even got to Augusta the military got me introduced me to Augusta Georgia because I didn't even know it existed until <laughs> Uncle Sam brought me here multiple times so the first time I was assigned to um <clears throat> Fort Gordon was in 1995. Um, so that's how long my start, my first touchdown in Augusta was in 1995. 95. And they had me here for two years, and then they sent me away for a year hardship tour. Then they brought me back in 98 to 2000. Um, that was another two-year tour. And then they sent me away again to Germany for five years. And then 
It brought me right back. Yeah, I've been a lot of places. Yeah. Germany. <laughs> um, Kuwait, Germany. Yeah. Um, and they brought me back in five years to Augusta, and then I end up staying here um, until I once I retired in 2011. I guess I didn't I didn't put the two together, but yeah, I got a similar story as well because you was back and forth to Augusta, and now so are you. Like y'all yeah. y'all went places, adapted there, and came back. Went places, adopted there, and came back. So yeah. like, y'all always just call back to Augusta. It always or, brought me back. Interestingly, though, like yeah. I remember my last I moved here in 2011. I was like, I will never go back to Augusta because I lived up in Hebsonville and it was just it really took me out of my element from being in the city to living in Hebsonville. And it was like nothing going on up there, like nothing going on up there. And um, I came back. I left and came back in 2015 after my daughter father passed because this was like the second the only other home I knew and since I've been back here since 2015 it's been like amazing I've met so many beautiful (laughs) amazing people I've made so many beautiful connections I met Kim when I got back here (laughs) um I mean I think I met you like when I first got back like in 2016 somebody told me oh you need to go to Curva too and I was like okay all right, I'm going to cover too. Um, so I've met amazing, beautiful people here. I've made a uh, great connection since I've been here. And Augusta is really like second home. And then I didn't know. So my father's people are from Burke County. How did, how did I end up back here where my, 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 you know, my lineage come from? Had no idea. Mm. But I have a lot of family in this area. My granddaddy had 18 kids. That's a lot. Yeah. My grandfather had 18 kids. And my grandmother only had one child, but the grandfather had 18 kids in the CSRA area. So that's why I don't play too tough about dating people and stuff because <laughs> you, you never know. I be hearing you say, like, family, this family, this family. I didn't understand. I was like, maybe she just, you know, some people just say that. It's my cousin, my brother. They say that sometimes. But no, like, it's a, like, if you ever meet a lynch from Waynesboro, from Ooh. Burke County, those my people. Ooh. And we can have a party and not invite any outsiders, not one person from outside, and have at least two, three hundred people at a party. Ooh, shout out to the Lynches. Hey. Shout out to the Lynch gang yeah, out in Burke County. Good Lord. <laughs> Honey, we had I went to my first party in the country this this like uh this uh spring. I didn't know that they give it up like that. They give it up. I, I had no eye. Dear. So my cousin had a party at his house in Burke County, and they, we have like my family still owns a lot of lot of land in Burke County, and so I have a cousin that lives on the property, and I was like, when I got there, I was like, where all these cars come from? Where, they party hard out there. Where is all of these people? Ain't nobody finna stop them. The police ain't. No, they actually they actually had a police officer on site to make sure that the parking lot was good and everybody was parking their cars and getting in and out correctly. I was like, Yeah, because he was, he was going he was going to change something, right? <laughs> this parking lot was packed in true parking lot. And it was just family. Yeah, so yeah, my family is really, really big. So um it's a lot of us. So but for um, far as like the decision to come back, I know you said you're back and forth for mil- yeah. military, right? Um, what made the ultimate decision yeah. when I um met my then boyfriend and then um he was in the military as well, and so he retired first at the top of the year of 2011, and he decided that he's like, well, I'm gonna stay here, 
and he's from Baltimore, Maryland. And so mm. I decided to stay as well. We have a great relationship and we end up getting married. So and 11 years later, we're still here. So like, we're still together. <laughs> so like, yes. Like d- during the, your times here back and forth, did you right. meet people during that time or just more so the stint of you staying? You met people. When I was um, going back and forth, when I was my military time, I really honestly wasn't paying attention to Augusta like that the first two times. Like the 95, the 97, I was young. I was in the barracks on base. So I was living that base life. I would only go off to go get something to eat at the Waffle House. And at that time, um, what is that? Tobacco Road was popping at that time. So mm. usually it was at the NCO Club or at um, the VFW or Taco Bell or something like that. I, not Taco Bell, Tobacco Road. And that was where the extent of my Augusta time was. 98 to 2000, probably the same thing because I still lived in the barracks. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have enough rank and I wasn't married or had a child so I couldn't live off base on my, by myself. Mm. But when I came back in 2005, I was a senior non-commissioned officer and I was able to get my own home and do, and that's when I started to pay attention to Augusta a little bit more, not that much. Cause I ended up getting a home in Grovetown. So I really didn't still. Back in 05? Huh? Back in 05? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause Grovetown wasn't, it wasn't what it is now. Like, oh no. Well, Augusta wasn't either though. So. Oh no, no. But Grovetown really was not what it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like a few things out there. No. You probably bought one of the only six houses that was out there. <laughs> <laughs> but we got equity now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we got equity like a mug. Um, no, um, wasn't a lot out there. So I really wasn't paying a, a whole lot of attention. But as the years have gone by, um, the growth, especially in downtown Augusta, um, the growth um, in the area itself, it's like a lot of things are moving all at the same time. So we have the Cyber Center, you got the Croc Center, you got the T-Center. Downtown is getting a facelift, you know, bit by bit. You got Columbia County who's busting at the seams and all the construction and things. Things are happening and things in, in this area is growing and it doesn't look like it's going to stop. Absolutely not. I was driving the other day and I was like, yo, everywhere you go is some construction going on in Augusta. Exactly. Like they are putting up a lot of apartment buildings. Very progressive. It's very progressive right now. And I don't, I think that, a lot of people may be missing it and not paying attention to it, but is de- the city is definitely growing. Aggressively mm-hmm. progressive. Aggressively growing. Aggressively progressive because, like you were saying, it's, a, it's progressive, but it's aggressively progressive. Yeah. You see, you just see dirt just coming up. You see buildings coming up. You see trees being knocked down. You're like, okay, so what's going over there? You're going to work one day or going on I-20. You're like, oh, okay, they're building something over there. And then you wake up the next morning, oh, it's built. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not just it's not just progressive. It yeah. is aggressively progressing. They're moving quick and too. And something's something's happening. Something's shifting, and some things are happening. I don't know if it's the cyber center and the growth. I don't know if it's camp. I know it used to be Fort Gore. Now it's um. I know they changed the name. Isn't I don't it remember. Fort Eisenhower now? Camp Eisenhower or something. They changed it already? They I changed it. it. It's yeah. the home. It used to be the home of Signal Corps, which I was seeing. I was communications. Now it's the home of cyber. Um, which is still communication. They changed the name of Fort Gordon, right? I heard, I, I seen that so. yesterday. I, I think I seen the, them do it the other day. I just Except don't remember the news. name of it. Um, I just feel like how long gonna take for that? Everybody gonna say Fort Gordon? It's kind of and you are strange. just like everybody calls. Um, um, what is it now? AU uh, MCG. Oh yeah, but it's yeah, just gonna be yeah. that. 
Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be trying to tell somebody what hospital. I'd be like, AU, MCG, what is it? Wellstar. Isn't it Wellstar now or something like that? You I don't come know. pick me up from MG's MCG. Know, right? You know, it's <laughs> you know what I'm talking P, about. Piedmont is university. Exactly. I'm at University Hospital. What should you talk about? Exactly. So, you know, those, those changes in growth is happening. Um, it's really good to see. It's really great to see a lot of people. And there's still some some people outside of the city limits that think Augusta is very country. And I'm like, you need to come visit. Yeah, I don't think that Augusta is country. When people say you live in the country, I'll be like, I really, really don't. I don't it, live in it, the country. I, I, I agree. But I, I also feel like, and I think we all can agree, but it's in this room here, depending on where you're from, because if you go back home and they say it's country, I, I kind of can see what they're talking about because... It, we don't have the stuff that, that, that like, we don't have sidewalks here like that. It's, you, it's like, yeah, I'm looking at the window right now. There's no sidewalk right no now. Sidewalk. It's right. kind of country. But I'm not saying it's country. In a sense, they're thinking, like, rattlesnakes, yeah. horses everywhere. It's not Burke County or, you know, I Wayne think Burrow. in my mind when I think country, I think, like, dirt roads and no but signal on your cell phone. But, hey, when, she, when you came in 97, there were dirt roads here or clay. And, yeah, they probably were. They probably Cause were. Because I remember when I, I, when I, First time I came there, like, 99, it was, it, was, it was that here. Right. You know, the airport even looked different than when I first came down um, than, 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 than now. But that aggressive, uh, aggressively being progressive, I was going to say I wanted to speak on that. Um, and, Jamila, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think also, too, I know you pound the pavement with the voting and stuff like that. We don't realize how much uh, that, 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 that changes things. Having um, younger people in office making different decisions, right, rather than having the same, not saying old, but the same people. In, in positions I'll for, say forever for you. You know, I'm just you know how because some some people yeah, well, want things not to change. It's definitely needed um, to be able like when I was out doing the the canvassing for Georgia Shift, my thing was to let people know that these the the people that we put in office they work for you. Mm-hmm. Them campaigning is them actually doing an interview process for you to hire them for a job. But if you are, if you lack the the understanding and the knowledge of that's what they're doing, then you just don't feel like your vote counts. Like it really pisses mm-hmm. me off. I'm gonna be honest. When I go to vote locally, and I can go at four o'clock in the afternoon, and they tell me at the polls that 50 people have came to the polls. Why? These are the people that make a difference in your community. The DA makes a difference in your community. The commissioners make a difference. Uh, uh, the judges, the sheriff, all of these people work for you. And so it's definitely, I think that we should definitely get more involved in what's going on in the community and understanding the positions that the people hold and how we can make them accountable for the positions that they actually take on and the things that they say they're going to provide for right the community, um, it's our job. The people on the commission can't get up there unless we vote for them. But if you still have all of our uh, our elders going out and voting for them, they still voting for the stuff that they feel is right, which may not be conducive to the city actually growing and progressing. And you gotta go, like I went to a commissioner's meeting the other day. There's no one our ages in the commission meeting. There's older people at the commissioners meeting and they're still going mm-hmm. and pushing their agendas of what it is that they want, which may not necessarily be what the youth need in the city. And I think that we also need to, um, uh, um, civics has came out of the schools and it needs to go back because the young kids have no idea what they are voting for or why they should vote. Well, I, I, I'm glad you said that because I want to say, you know, I can speak just me being younger and coming up. Um, 
you know, sometimes it's with you, what's around you too. So mm-hmm. if your parents don't know, you're just going with what they say, right? Mm-hmm. So I think back in, and then maybe I can test it, I don't know. But if I had asked my mom, like, who I should vote for, this, that, and third, I'm young, I'm not really watching the news. I'm mm-hmm. playing, I'm trying to talk to girls. But you go vote, oh, you just vote Democrat. But what happens when there's four Democrat people on the ballot and three of them are really not great, but I'm, I'm just picking Democrats. So I'm like, okay, who got the best name? You right. know, so it's no, it's no, I can't do no, re- it's different now. You could do it now because you can, I can type it in. I can see a podcast with that person. I can, it's probably, this stuff is so important. If you ran for something and then they can watch this, like, I like her energy. I like that, I like that. You get to get no person more personable. Um, back then it was none of that. If the mm-hmm. news didn't highlight it and, and, and a certain person didn't back you, I didn't know you. So you could have been a good candidate, but you don't have the money, the funds to, to, to be in the forefront. I but I also don't have the knowledge and the education to say, well, let me not vote Democrat. Let me see what they're about before I go to the voting station, you know? Man, listen, I know so many people that just go and be like, oh, so it's a, I'm a Democrat. My mama told me to be a Democrat. I'm going to be a Democrat. And it's click, 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 click. And them, that, that person may not have nothing nothing good to do for your yeah. community or you. So I definitely, um, and um, shout out to my mom, Miss Marva Joseph. Shout out um, to the mama. She put, she's the person that got me to like really be serious about voting. Cause she, I was like, Mom, I ain't going to do that. I'm whatever. And then she sat me, she's from Trinidad and she used to work for the prime minister in Trinidad. And so she sit me down and she gave me this whole lecture. And I'm like, okay, Ma, all right. And so when I would go to her house, she's like, she's my news station. So when I go to her, she, she, <laughs> she's my NSNBC and all of that stuff. She updates me and she tells me. And as, as I listen to her um, and listen to her perspective, I understood how important it was. So now I don't miss an election. I'm going to make sure I'm registered to vote. I'm going to do my research on the candidates. I'm not just going to vote for you because... You a Democrat. And you know what I also feel is jaded about the system is that now because I'm an educated voter and I do my research on my candidates, I may not just want to vote Democratic. Yeah, I may yeah, want I, say that I wanna yeah. may I may want a Democrat for this. I may want a Republican right, for true. this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but the way that they have it set up, you can't do that. So I think that we need to start speaking more on the things that we want to see change. Um, when it comes to that, uh, to our voting system, because I feel like it's um, jaded, honestly. Because if I want this Republican for this, yeah, and I want this Democrat, and then I want a Republican and a Democrat and a Republican, I should can't be. Do that? No, you cannot. Well, once you could you vote. Click, you could vote who you want to vote for. No, right? once you click Democrat, it's only good. if you click what what party you are, mm-hmm. it doesn't show you the rest of them. When I, well, I don't know. When I, it, I it showed me every, everything. I have going back to when I last voted. Because I've tried it before. Because it's, it's been per, people that I wanted to vote for that once I clicked uh, the party, yeah. it took away everything else. And I'm like, but where they at? You might need to find our research on that. You might need to categorize yourself as independent to see everything? Or yeah. what is that? Because you, yeah, you cannot qualify for nothing. You see all of them, so. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. but see, we need to. That's 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 questions that, as a community, we should we should have conversations about this, and we should talk about this, and be able to take it to our commissions, and take it to the governor, or take might, it. You to, might need to take that that, that voting the, machine you was on because <laughs> no, because they might because that happens like no, because that happens. They, they they play a lot of tricks in this voting system that I'm hearing, like whether it's counting counting off or. This didn't have this person on there, so it's a lot of smoke and mirrors with that stuff. I just it's never... a lot going on, man. I, <laughs> Trump is wild. 
I will tell you. She as said she blamed Trump. That's what she said. No, 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 no. Just um, the 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 recording of Trump when he called <laughs> the governor of Georgia. Oh, and he yeah, was telling yeah, yeah. him about like the re- the reason why yeah. he has this big old Rico charge. If you could ever go listen to this video, it's on YouTube. It is freaking hilarious, y'all. Because he's like, eleven thousand people that were dead voted. I need you to find me some. <laughs> he, I'm just like, he just sent everybody. When I heard it, I was like, man, he going to jail for real. He going to jail, and everybody that was sitting in the room listening to him. Going to jail because he, y'all, he, but the video, Kim, listen, you, you gotta listen. Let you me tell listen you, to it. Let me tell you something. It's as, rather hilarious because he, one of the old he really people, sounded like a, a, a old, um, a old gangster from New York, like just like I'm gonna push my way in and this is what you got. That's do. what he's used to doing. But as one of the old people, y'all talk about, I'm old because I'm 51. I guess I'm over the hill now, so I'm on that older side. Yeah, we have a lot of older people in office, but we have to be able to work together with the younger and the older. Older have the wisdom, but the younger got the energy. So we have to be able to collectively work together because because y'all are not, when I say y'all, y'all younger ones are not going to the polls. We, my group. Up. Not intentionally. Not least. intentionally yeah. because some yeah. people just don't feel that they're, well, what's the point? Oh, there's a big point. And if you're only going to vote for the president, then you got a problem. Well, I got a, and that's what most people he's do. Not, you got a problem if you're only going to vote for the president and the vice president. If you only went for yeah. Biden and Kamala, you missed a whole lot. And you just, you just yeah. eeny, meeny, miny, mo the so, rest. It's so much that be, it's so much that be on the ballot that you'd be like, oh, they voting for this? They voting for that? That's, and that's why I was, I was, I was getting that. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, People think it's only people you vote for. You vote for more than just people. You vote for uh, uh, changes, decisions, ordinance yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So um, much stuff. You got to stop and research. People like to say, uh, you know, like they, uh, my, my, your vote matters. Your vote don't matter. But I do think if you go vote, um, you're not voting intentional. Then you make it not matter because you're oh, voting sure. for something you don't really care about. But your number counts for something. So we, we, we could have had these three or four people get voted. We didn't get them voted because a wide selection just voted quote unquote Democrat or quote unquote Republican, whatever, and then do they research to see if they really like this person, that person. So you make it not matter when you do that. You went and voted, but to what avail did did did, did anything change? You know? I, this year I said I commit myself to voting for the best person for the job. Not party line. Yeah. yeah. Not party line because that hasn't been working. Mm-hmm. Um the best person for the job is who what I'm committing to this next election. And I thought yeah. I was doing that beforehand. Um, my, la- my last vote was committed to not having President Trump um, have another term. That was my, I was like, he can't, he can't get another term. He can't, not right now. He can't get another term. It's, things are getting too divisive. And I thought as a leader, as a leader, some of the things he did when it came to business and that money, he know that, you know, but overall, as a leader, he was very divisive. And we can't have a, a divisive leadership um, yeah. in office. Um, so that was like, okay, we have to, he's not, he's not for bringing the country together. He, he has to move on. Um, and whoever we bring in, that's what we have to do to move to do that. But this one, I'm more committed to looking at all across, whoever is presented, 
whoever and the thing like you were saying about money about okay some of these people may be best for the job but they don't have the money mm -hmm. to be presented to the public um really nothing we can do about that you know they yeah. gotta get their coins up some type of way no, no pun intended that's yeah. just politics for you that's though. just politics that's just <laughs> yeah. doing the game is played you don't have you don't have you got, you got what it takes and you're probably the perfect candidate but you don't have the you don't other have things the money. you're gonna yeah. have to find a way relationships to get money. the money all that right. money power respect you don't have exactly that. so i'm looking at who is best for the job i'm no longer just looking at oh cnn and msnbc i'm looking at fox news as well i want to hear what everybody is talking about fox news bbc all of that. I'm looking at all of that. I want to hear what's being talked about so I can understand what's going on from different perspectives. On, on at the local level, I would say um, just being in the media and you know, some media outlets that we do have out here, like you got um, Kim making making a difference. You got um, Janice Allen Jackson with a uh, local local matters podcast. Um, these are people I have I've had on, but I always go to them. I, I watch they they platform real close and heavily mm -hmm. during that time because they ask a lot of questions. Whether it's past stuff, I don't know about new stuff. Get the feel of the person, and I think uh, I'm glad that uh, people like the this you know podcast and stuff. I'm glad it is what it is now because I get to get a different outlet right. on a local level, mm -hmm. as opposed to me just going to your event. At your event, you're trying to sell me anyway, so you know it's mm -hmm. like I want to see you at your event, but I also want to see you on the opposite end of a somebody asking you tough questions and how you maneuver through that. So I like that you know to to make my points or to to to. Drive my my do my driving force on how I'm gonna vote who I'm gonna vote for. Right, I have no problem, especially local people. I'd walk up and if I see you somewhere. Oh yeah, definitely. If I see you in the streets and I have and I and a question pops up, like, Jared, I've done that. Hey, Jared, what are you gonna do about X, Y, and Z? You know, or when Alvin Mason, hey, and he's retired military as well, so we have a common bond. When I see him, the first thing I bring is, hey, you know, we say say a couple of things from an NCO level or a military level that gets him to know. I know. We, we mm -hmm. come from the same place. We were raised in the same organization. And once we, you know, break that down, it's like, hey, so what about this? And what about that? You know, um, I don't have a problem catching anybody in the streets. If I have something to ask you or say, hey, let me ask you something real quick. You know, I hate that you're probably eating your pizza, but let me ask you this real quick. <laughs> and if they answer, then I get my answer, I go on my business. I don't hold them very long, but if something's bother bothering me, I will, I'll ask. And then. I live in Grovetown, so now I'm working my way with those leadership up there and asking questions about certain things um, to see what's going on. I haven't worked my way to their um, their uh, uh, DA up there because I really don't have mm -hmm. a question per se. I had one question, but um, we figured we researched it and figured out about this open carry stuff because I have a son um, that's 21, and he was. I think Jared's the DA in Columbia County mm -mm. too. Mm -mm. No, no. I thought he well, no, nah, yeah. I, I, I'm supposed to do oh, a podcast they just, with him. They severed yeah. themselves from the union, yeah. baby. They I'm gonna have him uh, speak <laughs> on that more. I'm supposed to have him on the next week or so. So yeah, so it's gonna be a big deal for me. Right, I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm excited to hear that one with him because yeah. I want to do it right. So we have we had some dates to set up, but I felt like we were rushing it. I didn't want to rush it. No, you want that one. Timing is right. everything to me. So absolutely, because yeah. he get a lot of bad flack in the media. So I want to. Well, but I'll say he shows up in the community. He, he yeah. definitely shows up in the community for sure. Well, the media he get a bad rap from ain't from our community. Yeah, I see. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, when I'm I don't in, consider when I'm out, when I'm out feet the street, I see Jared feet the street. Yeah. So yeah. And shout, shout out to him, man. Him, him oh. and Lynn Gladney. Lynn Gladney is always feet the street. Lynn is always in the mix. Oh, I don't know who to ask for. I said I start with you. So you, you um, curvitude. Curvitude. 
What does that mean? Curves with attitude. Curves with attitude. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the group. No. No. Like curves. With attitude. With attitude. Okay. What group is that? There's a group called Curves with Attitude. Uh, someone else with attitude, but not not that. Are you talking just, about like SUSWV sisters? Yeah, with, no, no, that's sisters with voices. voices. I was talking about NWA, but yeah. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we missed that one. <laughs> it was. Like, okay, oh, there's a group, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Mm. Easy E, Ice Cube, you remember them guys? I Dr. get it. Dre? No, of course. Oh. Oh, of you course. Need, you may need to do a CWA. I know you're from Jersey, so I know. You know. No, I'm CWA, It's 50. This is the 50th year of hip-hop, and I'm 51. I know hip-hop. I, I was going to say, I know <laughs> you're down OPP, do but you, know, you still can give love to NWA. Oh, my God. NWA, yeah. That's funny. I went right over. We was like, really, I wish she was like, no. Wait a minute. But so it's curves with attitude. Curves with giving your curves attitude. Yes. Um, talk about that real quick. Like, where where, where did that birth from? Uh, What what made that come about? Wow, where did that birth from? So, as I said, I was um, transitioning out of the military, retiring in 2011, and around yeah, around the top of 2011 or the middle. I had been doing walking around the mall and I had not seen any place for plus size ladies to shop. The big box business, you had your Catherine, Lane Bryant, those people actually do it, whatever. But I didn't see any boutiques. I didn't see anything unique, um, different or unique about the style. And so I was with my, at the time, um, fiance at that time. And I was like, man, you know, I should open a plus size boutique for plus size. It's the same guy, right? Yes, same guy. Same, same. Same, same. same. (laughs) Shout out to my husband, Richard, (laughs) please. (laughs) Because he like, yeah, the same guy. I'm trying to show her that. (laughs) She wasn't married twice. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I was like, hey, um, I should do this. And he was like, yeah, you should. And so I sat down and I did a little research and I started out of, um, actually out of his home. When he had his, his house on the south side, I did a little pop-up, and people used to come to the house and get their clothes and stuff. Um, and then I just decided to um, open a small store. I'd step out slowly but surely. After I retired, um, I had a small 200-square-foot space, um, and I had turned it into a walk-in closet. It looked like a walk-in closet. So cute. And um, I was there probably like, maybe four or five months. And as, as we talked off camera, the, I was in a hair salon and I started noticing things in the hair salon. Like, oh, the lights would go out. Water be cut off, lights be cut off. <laughs> can't wash your hands. Can't, can't, right. Can't see you, yourself not right? washing And you know, hands. now the, the water being cut off didn't bother me much because my customers wasn't coming in there for, for getting their hair done. My customers were shopping. So as long as I had power, I could ignore that other stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But then the lights get cut off. And then it was like, then you got the landlord banging on the door. You owe me rent. I owe you nothing, Slick. They owe you rent. I pay them. They they supposed to pay you. Ain't got nothing to do with that. But then, you know, it's like, you might need to start getting your stuff together and getting up on it out of here. So I, as as I always did, I was just, I was committed to staying on Broad Street. I wanted to stay on Broad Street. So I just walked out the door and I started walking, I went to the right and started walking up the street and I was looking for empty, empty um, buildings or empty spaces. And I came across 1033A Broad Street. Um, it was empty, it was an old office space. I showed it to my 
my fiance at the time and um, same person same person gotcha. same shout, shout out, out richard richard, richard beasley gotcha. there we go. let's for for the rest of this podcast <laughs> it is rich beasley richard <laughs> that rich rich did rich beasley oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> lord jesus shout out to my husband my boyfriend my fiance and there now my husband of 11 years i love you babe <laughs> i love you babe please <laughs> um so I showed it to him and he was like, yeah, we can, we can make it work. We can, we can make this work. And so I moved out of that space and I had my first place, my very own space, standalone space was at 1033A Broad Street, um, down there, what's called, it's Soleil now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It's Look Soleil. History. Yeah, it's Soleil. I used to be there, um, in that spot and, um, you know, I pride myself in doing what I did for the for plus size ladies in Augusta. There wasn't any plus size boutiques. There wasn't any, and I was just so proud to be the first plus size uh, boutique. It was hard. Um, it was challenging to find um, the clothes that I wanted. Um, the fashion industry is very discriminative towards plus size ladies. Um, anything over a 10 is considered plus in the fashion industry. I was going to ask you that. And so that's a, such I, a sad way. It's foreign to me. So, um, I'm sorry, that's foreign to me. Right. So when you say uh, anything over a 10, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? Like, okay, what, what so is if you're plus a size, size, so sample size, sample size in, that, in the fashion industry where most of the designers, when you see them on the runways, everything is a sample size, mostly. Um, you have Christian Siriano that now, um, he's an amazing designer now, he adds a lot of plus size ladies to his line. Um, but most sample sizes is zero or two. Um, that's what uh, the standard, they try to have a, some, some kind of standard. If you are um, from a two, a zero to an eight, you're considered standard size. Anything past eight, which is the next size up, is 10 on up, you're plus. Um, And that's when it starts in the fashion industry, it starts to get challenging. You're not as you're not as represented in the in the industry. Now, back in 2011, when I started, it wasn't a lot of plus size um, models, a Mm -hmm. lot of plus size um, industries or, or designers that were very supportive of plus size women, even though. The standard size of a woman, an American woman, is between 12 and 14. That's where they should be catering to. Um, they were not. Now it's, it's changed a lot. You got Target and all these major stores that have plus size sections. Section, no. It's not like it used to be in some of these stores. You go look for plus size clothes back in the day. You, they were, oh, you, it's, it's, it's in the corner by the bathroom. It's just keep going, keep oh, going. Wow. You know, it's in the corner somewhere. It was not a space for plus size women to shop and not just shop, but shop fashionably, look beautiful, look sexy, wear what you wear clothes that accentuate your body and still be in the competitive market with the standard sizes. Most of my customers that would come in when I first started, they were like, I just want to be, I just want to look like everybody else. Or why do I have to wear this moo or this here? Why can't they make this? In my size, very good question. I would go to um, the sourcing. I was always at the magic shows in um, Las Vegas or in New York trying to find these things. And as time progressed, the market opened up because a lot of people were beating down doors saying, this is what we need. 
I mean, I hadn't even gone to having um, designer plus size designer clothes in the store. I did everything I could to make sure that women that came to Curvitude looked and felt good. That was like almost like my ministry. Mm-hmm. And I, I still I loved I loved it. The pandemic kind of I had to pivot during the pandemic. But I, I love that I came out with Curvitude Athletics, which is athletic wear for sizes from I'm size inclusive on the athletic wear. So from a small to a three X. And I just love what I'm doing. Well, I think it's dope that you did that. Even, even with your pivot, uh, mm-hmm. you still you went and did all sizes. You didn't just do only plus size, you know. Right. I Cause that'd be that'd be backwards a little bit only because like now plus size is so it's it's a it's a it's an industry now. People like they pushing that now. It is. So now you can kind of all right, anybody get love. Now. But when I went to New York Fashion Week and when I went to Miami um, Swim Week this year, New York Fashion Week, I told them who I was. I told them what I wanted. And they still, it was a challenge for them to get it. You know, like, oh, well, we only have this person and we only have that person. Or at one point, they pulled somebody off the street. In this one production, this, this girl came off the street. She was like, yeah, they just pulled me off the street and told me to, that you needed a model. I said, I do need a model. I don't need nobody off the street. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect. If these other chicks you're getting from the model agencies that come in, they know how to walk and know how to carry themselves. Just because I catered a plus size woman, you think you're going to go over on over down in Chinatown and snatch somebody and say, hey, come over here and, and come walk for her? And the lady was like, well, why you don't want her? I said, because she don't look good. <laughs> but so <laughs> that's funny. End of discussion. <laughs> she don't but, look good. It's, it's safe to say that even though it's, it's a growing industry and, and, and it's being, quote unquote, somewhat catered to now, it's still um, challenges. Absolutely. It's still grass, challenges. Modeling, to me, is an art. Modeling is an art. You could look good and still not be a model. You got to walk a certain way, certain yes. attitude, certain... It's, it's so much that go into modeling. It's you have so to practice much. that. It you is. can't just find the street. Not saying that somebody can't do it because you might just be natural, a natural at it. Yeah, but, but that wasn't the one they picked for me. That wasn't though. the one. That she wasn't, wasn't, she it. wasn't. This wasn't that. This was not that. And I was not. You're not gonna. So you're not. I mean, I'm serious about my brand. I am so serious about you're my brand. You're lying, you, man. Like I do model calls here and say no to a whole bunch oh of chicks. She said no to me. <laughs> yeah, but I say, didn't you model? Didn't you model, model for her though? She still does model for me now. Listen, let me tell you what she you did for me. a swimsuit or something let me, like tell that. Yes. let me tell you how she did me. I was like, oh, I want a model. She looked at me. She said, how tall are you? I was like, five, five. She said, you're too short. Hey, <laughs> I was man. like, ooh. She did me like that. And then, look, so then I came and saved the day because... Whoever was supposed to come and model this little swimsuit couldn't come, right? Show up. And so I stopped by the shop because I always used to stop by her shop like once a week and just Ooh, walk she's in so and say, bitter, child. Even she's after bitter. she told you no. Even after she told me no, I still <laughs> loved her, okay? Look, and so I stopped by and it was like, what you doing, lady? You think you can model this bathing suit? And, and now I'm gassed because I'm like, yeah, come on. It didn't require heels. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. I did. Did she get did. taller that day or something? Or I no? did wear heels. No. You didn't wear heels. I and wore heels and that's and that. Them and stack them. <laughs> 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 baby, I you wore heels in that swimsuit. Baby, yes. Okay, so tore it up. So what happened was is that even in my shows, and I and I'm the first. <laughs> Lord, I sound like Soldier Boy. I'm the first. No, <laughs> but I do. I used to do street shows. My fashion shows was on a street. I would block a street off. 
and we'd run the models. We put chairs down. We run the models on the street because I wanted everybody to see what we were doing. I didn't want to put it in a building. Some years we did that, but most of the time we put them on the street. And so I did have specifications. I wanted the girls to be this height. I wanted the girls to be this size. You can be plus size, Mm -hmm. but I wanted you to be within this range. Um, And that's just branding. That's all about branding and so forth and so on. So Jay, as beautiful as Jay is and as curvy as Jay is, Jay was short. And that year I was like, okay, you too short. So the other, the following following year, the following year, I was doing some swimwear. And it was, it wasn't that year. It definitely was the following year. You definitely did tell me no and was like, bye. And then the next year you can't, and then the next year I said, well, we need to go ahead and get rack them and stack them over here and let her go ahead and walk. And and cause, cause I needed someone to wear this specific swimsuit. So for that swimwear, it wasn't about her height. It was about her shape. Mm. And I didn't think anybody, and we, we picked with her. I don't know. We call her rack them and stack them. And so that was her nickname. Any, anything she wore with us, we always, oh, here come Rackham and Stackham. And so. Yeah. so that's your nickname uh, now. <laughs> Rackham and Stackham. and Fulham. Yeah, that's Rackham <laughs> and Stackham. Because I don't want to tell what part we could. <laughs> but she, but she, she's, so that was me and my, my sister's nickname for her. Shout out Shonda. And we called her Rackham and Stackham. It's like, we got to get Rackham. Come on, just call her, tell her, come in. We need her to come in. It wasn't about her height. It was about her shape. So it was swimwear. We needed her specifically for that swimwear outfit because the way it was shaped and the way she shaped, we knew she would kill it. And she did. Thus, thus the birth of this model right here. Yes, ma'am. Thus the birth. <laughs> I birthed, I birthed oh, her. Oh, let's give a clap for Rackham and Stackham. <laughs> now she gonna have to tell you what Rackham and Stackham where the rack and the stack come from. That's on her. I'm not going to tell you. I ain't telling where the rack and the stack at. You're just going to have to look and find out. See, how they going to find out? You got to tell them where the rack and the stack is from. Well, you tell them. Y'all made it up. <sighs> Jesus, her thighs. Because <laughs> when she was like, like, because she's very thick thighed. Like the thick thighs. Also, we have thick thighs matter t-shirt. And she was like the ambassador of that too because her thighs do matter. And... <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so we just picked, you know, we, me and Shonda would always have a joke. We was like, here come rack them and stack them. So let me tell you how they did me. So this is my first time <laughs> modeling, right? So I'm nervous. I've got the girls in the back that usually model for. I'm like, all right, so what I do? They was like, just walk. You get to the end, give them a little, uh, give them a little, uh, and come back and come walk. Back. So when I come out, thank God I had shades on. Thank God I had shades on. So I come and I get to the, I get to the runway here they go. And here and comes Rackham and Stackham. I'm like, oh, no. And I got these heels on her. As she said, the Rackham and the Stackham be moving. Baby, when I tell you, I still got people to this day, to this day, asking me about, girl, I remember when you came out and swimsuit. Did my like, daddy give you some money at the end? He tried to, to, my dad, uh-huh. my dad was like. I'm talking about, <laughs> they was looking, I'm coming Payday. down and they looking like this, like, Damn. Thus, the birth. 
of this model here now. And now, now she, she, now she, everybody want her. Everybody want, everybody want what I birthed and created. Amen. Yeah, I have a lot of, um, Amen. Lady from Boutique said, like, you are hey, welcome. Could you come and model for me? Could and you, you come and model for me? And you're you model now. Welcome. See, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is actually really, really fun. It, it's not as easy as you would think. We did, we just, the last shoot we did, we did, um, Folly Beach in Charleston, South Carolina. In March. I went, I went there. It's cold. In March. It was, cold outside i mean the wind was blowing at least 20 miles per hour the whole entire time we did not have a fitting room me me kim in a big blanket was the fitting room i'm sure some some men (laughs) see me naked on the beach because we were just like rack them and stack (laughs) them um it was it was 6 30 in the morning we were out there to catch the sunrise so definitely modeling is not something that you just do for the glitz and the glam of it. You really have to um, love it and enjoy it. And thank you, Kim, for the opportunity to model because I really, really enjoy it. And I really think that I'm going to make me a portfolio because mm-hmm. um, y'all need to see me in somebody magazine. Some mm-hmm. Lane Bryant, some something, mm-hmm. some Fashion Nova. You're welcome. Some you, honey. You are welcome. You, you know, curvature, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got to get your agent, man. Get out there. Yeah, wherever she go, I go. <laughs> There you go. She yeah. got she got me on a uh, on a on a pop up, and I feel I'll be like yes. Uh, I went to Invest Fest right. I was downstairs and she was upstairs at another side, and I was like, ha, I'm in two parts of the building. Because <laughs> <So laughs> she is part of she's one of the ambassadors for Curvitude Athletics. Okay. So when we did the we do the uh, photo shoots and things like that. Shout out Nico, our photo uh, photographer. Yes, He's amazing. We usually have uh, Shonda, not Shonda, excuse me, Jamila. And then I have my sister Shonda. She is also another one of the models. But, you know, I can't use her as much these days. Uh, but it's definitely fun. It's well, definitely. She do something different or something? She, not... she had her jobs. Oh, okay. Her okay. jobs don't afford her. Um, and, and my sister, she's, she's a, a first lady. Oh, at a church that's now, okay. and you know she has other gotcha. church. and I don't want gotcha. to. I don't sense. want to. She don't. She don't mind. It's me. I mind. I feel you. So I don't want to do anything that's going to, um, or have her do anything that you know. And we argue about that because I've had to say no. I'm not going to have you for this, and we argue about it. But I, I know you mentioned the pivot and it being uh, kind of something that uh, COVID um, help help happen, but. When you went into uh, the athletics, what was the mindset of, of that? Oh, God, the mindset of that was to shut up this guy that was at the gym. <laughs> uh, it's my, it wasn't Richard. No, it was okay. not Richard. It was, so, this is the first time I'm telling this story publicly. And, right, this is the first time I'm ever telling this I story publicly. I love first-timers. Because she's laughing because she know what it's about. And I gassed her up to do it. I was like, well, do it then. So what happened was is that. Um, during COVID, I had um, I had to close my boutique, which was sad and depressing enough. I had my four-year-old. She was four years old at the time, and she couldn't go to pre-K, so I had to homeschool her. My father, um, he was suffering and still with dementia, and so all these people were in the house during COVID. I had to take care of all these. I had to take care of all of this. And I really slipped into a really bad, like, depression. I was work. It was a working depression because um, I kept moving. I kept doing everything. But I was really, really sad. I was comfort eating, um, you name it. And so that year 
after the year when everybody was going back outside, my daughter, she was able to go to kindergarten. So I was super excited because where she went to kindergarten, there was a gym next door. And I was like, oh, this is everything. I am going to, she's going to go here and I'm going to go there and I'm going to get myself back together. So <clears throat> put my plan in place and I walk into this gym and you know, you've, I had a trainer and everything. I was just really committed trying to get myself back to myself. And this guy, out of nowhere, I don't even know his name. You know his name, huh? We're not going to say his name. Probably. I know, but he has a nickname though, right? Deacon or something like that? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> so he berated me. Like I walked in the gym and I had on normal sweats. I, I wasn't looking cute. I was just trying to get there. If I could just get there. And he just berated me. He, oh, what you got on? You look like this. Oh, you got a wedding ring on. Somebody married you. He was really you, like. Did you know this man? No. I did not know him from nowhere. And he just crazy. went in. And I'm like, I got to curse him out. Because if I call my husband, he going to air him out. But let me. <laughs> No, I feel you. I, I feel you on that <laughs> That Baltimore, you don't even want to know about it. If I said, I got to deal with this guy. And I cursed him out repeatedly every time he tried to talk to me. And then he thought, like, we cool. We ain't cool. I don't know you. And every time I would come in the gym, he would have something to say. So I'm like, well, maybe my clothes are a little shabby. So I went to... Maybe I think uh, some athletic place, and I tried to put on that athletic wear, but get on the treadmill, slide down, and I just I just couldn't get right. It wasn't the clothes didn't do what I needed them to do for me to feel comfortable enough mm -hmm. to work out. Thus, it was inhibiting my ability to give it my all when I work out because I'm pulling and tugging on my stuff. Right. I wasn't comfortable, so. I was sitting at home one day, and it really bothered me. And I was like, if I'm going through this, who else is going through this? The other people out there, you know, going through this. And I said, you know, I'm going to start an athletic line. I said, I'm going to start an athletic line. And I think I told my sister and I told Jamila. Yeah, we were sitting in the sauna one day. And I said, yeah, I said, I'm just going to go ahead and do it, man. I'm going I'm to start an athletic line because I got something to prove to myself. And I damn sure got something to prove to that mofo out there. <laughs> I'm going to let his ass know. And I, it took me about, what, six months? Six to eight it months? It didn't take no time, honestly. I was researching. I went hard on that research. I went hard on the manufacturers. I got my samples in, brought my samples in. She tried on some samples. I gave my samples out to a couple of my friends. I said, I need you to wear this every day. Dog it out. I need feedback. Give me feedback. And all of my feedback came back positive. I said, okay, well, let's go. We going. And by the top of the next year, which was. I don't know. We did that photo shoot in December. Right. But I launched that to follow the next year. Yeah. So we did the photo shoot in December to launch it at the top of the next year. Got you. Um, yeah. It took me less than six months. That was, I was that determined. Did and that, and did that joker, he never knew. He never knew how his words really affected me. Um, he knew that I wasn't for it. He knew I wasn't with his shit, but I, cause I let him know, like, 
like I told you about that, hey, New Jersey, you better have a mouth on you. If you ain't going to yeah. fight, you better have a mouth on you. So I know how to get you off me. You know, I know how to get you off me. Um, was, but, it, was it something like he was joking and he thought it was cool to say? Or was I he don't just really know what he was, was he doing. Honestly, I think that he probably, because her way of, like, getting at him was probably, like, sound like a joke, but she dead-ass serious. I think he probably thought that they were joking, and he he's the kind of person that kind of does that kind of back but see, and forth. He didn't, I never, but he didn't know that she took offense to it or that she was, like, really serious when she probably was like, man, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like I don't know no what what like He's if I say that it was a joke okay because I didn't understand. say please berate me more yeah. you know I said get the <laughs> my face so and then I would see him all the time and he would try to say something to me and I just turned around one day I said hey don't say nothing else to me again you understand me and he was like oh oh I said we done because we're done but he didn't know me when I opened the door. He didn't say, hi, my name is this. Hi, my name is that. He just went in. And I'm like, do like, I know can, him? Can, I guess I'm trying to set the scene. Like, was it like a, a bunch of people around? Yes. Him? Yeah, that also, you can't do that. You like, can't, there was yeah. people in the gym yeah. working out, stopping, looking at who he's berating. And so I was like, oh, this man's trying to snap. I got to snap back. Yeah. I got to. You hurt my feelings. But you didn't come to the gym I didn't come to the gym for that. If you didn't know him, then you you wasn't expecting that. No, I wasn't. I was expecting to go see my trainer so we can get started. I wasn't expecting that. I don't know him. So all of that kind of affected me in a way like, okay. So now I got my line out. Now I got the trainer wearing my stuff. Now she got a hoodie that said thick thighs matter. She got the leggings on. And it's just all around. I don't know if he ever went to another gym or anything. I'm you with a buck. I, I do think people from up north, they, I know we're we not like, we, we said we're not um, like uh, rude. We're definitely petty, though. Cause petty as hell. That was, petty I was going to ask you, middle. did you send him like a swimsuit? That would be, I'd be perfect. Like <laughs> just on his side. Listen, perfect. when I told him, don't talk to me no more, I'm going to have my husband come see you. I don't know where that dude went from there. Because I kind of like got turned off from the place. Like, I didn't come here for that. You yeah. know, I went elsewhere. But when I told Austin, I'm going to have my, have my husband come see you. Don't do that. Because, like, I, I was kind of handling it myself. But don't let me have to call. Don't let me have to call this guy right here. Because he don't play about me. So that's why I was like, let me chill because we got a little too much to lose. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> let me go ahead and remove myself from the situation. And I want to shout him out. I know his nickname was what Deacon or something like that, because he was he, he he was at I think he's a deacon at a church or something of another. Yeah, thank you, Deacon. I appreciate you for pushing me into um, Fashion Week. Thank you for pushing me to do that athletic line that got me on New York Fashion Week, and thank you for pushing me to Miami Swim Week. And having my stuff being sent overseas mm. and my items being in homes and I'm internationally known. Thank you for that, Deacon. I hope that everything's all right in your world because because of you and your mom, everything's okay in my life. Ooh, I like Ooh that. drop a bomb on it. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Shout out to my mind, I want to say. And thank you because I get to wear curvatures athletics, thank and you it's so like much. my favorite. Like I will. 
That it's my go-to. Like I will throw on some curvature pants in a minute. The pockets is super deep. I love it. They don't roll down on me. They stay where they supposed to stay. They hold me where they supposed to hold me. I love my curvature athletics. And I worked hard on that. That wasn't something that I went and got from Buford Highway and just stuck my label on. See, that's dope. Man. I, I, I went. I went. I I contacted manufacturers. My stuff is not okay. She went and got this from somewhere and stuck her and name. Stamp something on it. No, it, yeah. baby. Oh no, baby. My stuff is manufactured, and I deal with the manufacturers, and I tell them what I want, and I tell them how I want it, and I say this is what I want on here. I need you to do, and I listen to my customers and what bothered them about their athletic wear, and I corrected it in mine to make sure that my my customers are happy. I was gonna ask. I think another thing that's good, um, like a commonality. I guess I'm just I'm taking it differently than y'all might be saying it. Though, but like, you took a how that was birth, and it come from a place of you said you're not being in the right mindset, depressed, and then running into that. But then you have you know you got uh, what you do as far as mental health and 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 souls kind of like kind of like intertwines. You know what I'm saying? So like, talk about about a little about soul marketing. Like what mm-hmm. what what birth what birth that for you? What birthed the soul market for me? Um, So I was at an event in Atlanta and I was observant of the event in Atlanta. And this young lady probably don't know that she inspired me, but it's um, her business is called the village market in Atlanta. Um, Dag, what's her name? I know it's doctor is doctor. It starts with an H her last name, but the village market. And she was up there speaking, and it was really, the, the soul market really started out, um, I wanted to be able to get black businesses to be able to support other black businesses. So it did not start in the wellness industry. I just wanted us to be able to come together and support each other. And so I came back home, and I shared the vision with someone, and she was like, well, you need to do that in Augusta. And I was like, why? I got to do it. She was like, because you're the person that know everybody to do it in Augusta. So in 2019, I did a Black Excellence event um, and had a whole bunch of different business vendors out. It, went, it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. And then I had this epiphany, and I was like, hmm, I always do wellness. I have been doing wellness for a very long time. Um, so I was like, I want to do yoga on Sundays. I wonder how many other people need to do yoga on Sundays, like to set the tone for their week. Like if you don't go to church or you don't subscribe to a religion, you may want to come out into nature and, you know, just take in and do some yoga with a group of people. So I always execute. I found a yoga instructor. I was like, hey, can you come instruct yoga for me on Sundays? Mm -hmm. Put it out there and started um, yoga at the Riverwalk. And Remember that. That's that's when we did a podcast. You were doing a rip walk. That's yep. that's how it started. In that little stadium, kind of like yep. not stadium, at the, 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 the place. Um, Everybody take pictures. They have shows there and stuff gracious. like that. Goodness gracious! You talking about the pavilion down there? The what is the? It's a the lady. It's the school. The school downtown. Jesse Norman. Jesse Norman Amphitheater in yeah. Augusta. That's, oh, okay. that's the official. Norman. That's the official name She's for that location. Also, a black excellence woman too. I got in common with her. But yeah. keep going. Right. So, um, um, just started to do pop ups there. And the community started to take to it, and they just wanted to come out and do it. Um, and from there, I partnered with Delvin Davis and Donnell Davis. Shout out to 520 Radio. 520 Radio. 520 Shout Island. out to 520 Radio. Those are my partners. I love them. Um, 
and we started to do silent headphone yoga and sound bath meditation. And I was like, oh, we on to something. Because I've seen silent headphone parties, but I had never seen it done that way. And I mean, like, I went online and I did a lot of research. Nobody connected the silent headphones to wellness or yoga or anything like that. And so I got invited to a school to come and do it. So I'm thinking, yeah, it's going to be like 30 kids. No. I remember that picture. It was a bunch of It was. A gym full. (laughs) They gave me the whole eighth grade group at Hornsby Middle School. And so I'm really thinking like it's going to be like 30 kids or whatever. Just give me a little group. No, 100 kids. How many headphones did you bring? We had a hundred plus headphones. Oh wow! Okay, I was prepared. Yeah, I mean, Del, he has he has a hundred plus headphones. So mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with this? And so I literally made a post and asked for donations for the yoga mats, and it brought me to tears because I got donations from all over the world, mm. not just Augusta. I mean, like literally all over the world. Jamaica, Hawaii, England, um, Japan, people just sent me money because these people know me and they know my heart and how, how, I, how compassionate I am about the things that I do and that it was for the youth. So they just poured into it. So I, pur- I went out and purchased 100 plus yoga mats and asked for the community to come out and chaperone these kids because I was like, it can't be me. And 100 kids. <laughs> that ain't That's gonna work. Lot. That's a lot. So I strategically put it together. Like, I really put it together. It was really like a passion project for me because I just really wanted to see this come mm-hmm. to life, right? And so as I'm doing it and I get it done, as I'm in the gym, I go, I got 100 kids in here. And we're doing yoga. I got 100 kids in the inner city doing yoga in meditation with silent headphones. The news came, God woke me up that morning at like four o'clock in the morning and was like, email the news station and tell them what you're doing. I don't even watch TV, so I ain't even know who to email. I just Googled and I just emailed <laughs> whoever. And they were like, well, thank you for sharing the story with us, but it's um, kind of too late. We kind of have our stories covered for today. But if we can send someone out, we will. So in the midst of me kind of like getting names of the kids in the gym, here comes a news report. I'm like, okay. And that was the birth of the soul market and wellness because I had literally put together a whole business and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a whole team, a whole business. And I had no idea that I did it because I was just really passionate about doing it. And I looked up and I literally had, I had a licensed master social worker. I had a yoga instructor. I had Delvin. I had a DJ on my team and I had multiple people that were willing to come and do yoga. And then I utilized the community to come and assist with keeping, like, you got this 10 kids. You got this 10, you got this 10, you yeah, got you this 10. you got to break them up. Yeah, yes. because, you know. Eighth grade, too? Eighth grade? <laughs> Man, they can you take you down through there. I'm you got to be on point. I'm you just for doing that. That's, that's <laughs> a um, And so um, after that, after the news story broke, I got calls from all over the country, literally, like everywhere, like, hey, 
um, is this program nationally? Where, where can we get this program? Could you come to our school and do this? Schools in Chicago. Like, I, had, I just had a personal conversation with a principal in Chicago. It's like, I would love for you to come out here and do it. And now I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's a business. Like, I didn't even know because I just really wanted to do this for the kids in my community. I wanted to be able to expose them to something that I know I wasn't exposed to and something that they can utilize for themselves. So when you're going through the stuff that you're going through at home, that lady earlier, she told me that I could go and sit down and I could breathe. And I could breathe myself mm-hmm. through it and I don't have to pop off and smack <laughs> this girl in the face right now. So why, why didn't you uh, let her get some yoga when she when that guy was saying something to her? Well, no yoga going to do nothing about that. Not that when, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was no yoga that was going to fix too that. Too far gone. Yoga, yogurt, nothing was going to fix that. Um, he needed to be dealt with. <laughs> it wasn't. There was no yoga afterwards. Now I went into the sauna and Lusai. But did I not? Afterwards, when I said what I said and I walked away. And then I went in the sauna and I sat there woo side. But he needed to catch that. You know, you don't just be raised. That's how I be some time, yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So it, it went from <laughs> it went from that to um I did the services for Hornsby for the seventh like the the seventh the the other kids started to get jealous. Mm-hmm. Like the seventh graders was like, Well, when are we gonna do it? So we started to swap out the groups of kids. So it was eighth grade this 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 week. Seventh grade that week, eighth grade this week. So we swapped them out. And um, then COVID happened. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I, I had literally had just did my last session, like, maybe a week prior to them telling the kids that they couldn't come back to school anymore. Like, mm. get your books, get, go home, it's over with. And so I went home and I was like, okay, God, what am I going to do now? Because I, I, was, I was prepared to just push and go. Because my goal is to get into every school in Richmond County and Columbia County, Aiken County, Burke County, just let me come and service the youth because I know that what I have is valuable and that it can assist them. And a lot of these kids are angry and COVID actually silenced a lot of them and they don't have, they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to share how they feel. And so by giving them access to uh, yoga and meditation and mindfulness and just teaching them that everything that they really need is within them and they just have to tap into it and figure out like how to tap into it. Like if you're angry, anger, anger can't exist if you're breathing. Like if you're ever really angry, man, and you pissed off, take some deep breaths. It, you, they, they can't coexist together. Your body doesn't even operate that way. Like if you mad and you be like, <sighs> like it literally just takes everything and pushes it down. Um, so I probably just, do that right there. I don't get mad though. So. Or you can. And just blast them. Yeah. No, don't, don't, oh, just, nah. don't do that. Oh. Don't I'm do so that. joking. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, you never know. If it's going to get me to Take you know Miami and stuff, I might do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm don't, petty. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it's been uh, the opportunities opened up. So from there, God, I was like, all right, God, what I'm going to do? And I, I shifted and I opened up my own shop. I remember that. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so it, when I say I prayed about it, and I don't know if you've ever prayed and got a complete download like instantaneously. But instantaneously, I got a complete download of what I should do. And God said, service my people's feet. And so when I was back home in Jersey, I used to do um, ionic detoxes. And so I continued to do the service. And it went very, very well. And then from the seed that I planted with the, doing a yoga for the kids in the school, the city of Augusta calls me. 
And I'm like, I ain't applied for no job with the city. And she's like, hey, you came highly recommended. Um, the city is looking to kick off a mental health awareness movement for all of our employees. And you came highly recommended for yoga and meditation. And I was like, oh, really? Great. <laughs> and so she called me like in May. And I was like, all right. So I just kept following up with the lady. Like every two months, I would call her like, hey, are you guys still looking forward? Are you guys still doing the program? And one day I had a conversation with one of my best friends back home, Shoshana, shout out to Show. And Show was like, um, she works for the mayor of Newark. She um, is his senior communi communications yeah. analysis in Newark, right? And Bad so girl. she goes. She's good, too. She's really she good. She's really good. She's good. Yeah. Um, so she goes, sis, city employees are wore out. COVID has did a number on us. She said, call that lady tomorrow. <laughs> Because <laughs> if what's going on in my municipality going on in hers, yeah, yeah. then people need some help. She was like, we're understaffed. We're overworked. Everyone's working over um, hours. Everyone's doing two, three jobs. Call. And so I called the very next day, and the lady said, you know what? We just had a meeting about it. Can you come meet with me tomorrow? I was like, look at God. That's and cool. I went. And I ended up having a contract with the city of Augusta, and I helped them kick off their mental health awareness movement for all of their employees for the municipality of the city of Augusta. That is a major accomplishment. This little black girl here um, no, dope. was able to supply services to all of the all of the employees for the city of Augusta. And it was amazing because we had people coming in, getting, I mean, like my massage sessions, they if I when they put it out, it was booked. Right. Like it was booked. So it was definitely a great opportunity. And I'm super duper grateful. Shout out to the city of Augusta for allowing me that opportunity. And just know that I'm coming back. I'm bringing it in front of the commission because you guys need the service. Because every time I see your employees out in the street, they stop me and ask me, so when my massage, <laughs> <laughs> where's the yoga? I'm like, I'm going to get it back to you. So um, to the city, the commissioners of Augusta, know that I'm coming back in front of you because your employees need this and they deserve to have their mental health address so that they can show up and be the blessed employees that they can be and so that you can um, not have so much turnaround and um, retain your employees so that they can do their jobs effectively. <laughs> have dope. you ever had a sound bath? Have you ever been had a session with her with the... The, a, um, a sound bath? Like the um, wireless headphones like a bath? and the okay, sound Okay, so bath. a sound bath is... Um, um, a sound healing practitioner comes out. Yeah. Shout out to Taranda Wilson of Energy Vibrations. She is, yeah, she is my Shout sound out. healing practitioner. She is the best. The energy that she brings when she walks in the so room. Who? Taranda Wilson. What does she do? Taranda just does her sound baths. Oh, okay. Maybe. But she's, when I say amazing, amazing, it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. Um, Y'all were together on something before? Yeah, she, okay, she's okay, always okay, worked with me. Okay, um, okay. Um, so she's, she's one of my partners, and she comes out. Um, I, I, I believe heavily in collaboration. I see that. Heavily in collaboration because I feel like everyone has a gift, and like, like our partnership. Mm -hmm. Kim is good at certain things that I'm just like, whatever, Kim, whatever you say. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then there's certain things that she may ask me, and I'm like, Kim, I don't think we should do it that way. Maybe we should do it this way. And we just flow along with each other. And I believe that collectively, as a community, if we collaborate more, we can go further faster. Very true. Um, I agree. Because 
then I'm not trying to do what you do. And you're not trying to do what I do. Because my personality isn't set up to do that. Right. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm not about to. Like, she's she does logistics. And she keeps, like, stats and all of this stuff. I, I just got the idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, don't, and don't think about. I'm looking at the risk, the reward. She go the risk. all ten thousand steps. I in. do. I have the Kim. Let's do this, and then she breaks it down, and then we go into whether that's a good partnership, though. Everybody it's a great that. partnership, <laughs> and so that's why. <laughs> yeah, I, for you, because you she ain't gotta go. <laughs> she right? can just say the idea. Listen, go. <laughs> she's like, we should have, we should do this, this. and she's like. like, like but what if what somebody this? catches an asthma attack and what if they fall out? I'm like, all right, we'll just have them sign a waiver. She was like, no, Jamila, they just can't sign a waiver. I'm like, well, whatever. Just fix it. Let me know what you come up with. I got you. Listen, <laughs> and whatever, she, way around like, it. whatever she say, <laughs> I go along with it. I'm like, okay, because I know that that's her gift. It's not right. my gift. And so I really truly believe in, in um, letting people operate in their authenticity. And if I could highlight your gift and we could work together and yes. highlight each other, yes. then it works. So that's how I do my session. So I, I come, I speak. The, my team, are, they, they're not big talkers. So they're not the people that's going to come in and be like, hey, give me the mic and let me talk. But I'm going to come in and be like, give me the mic and let me talk. Right. Let me talk to the kids. They come in, I introduce them, and they come in and they do what they do. And we all just flow so easily. Like even Delvin. Delvin come in, he'll say, he'll, he may not say about 10 words. He come in, he set up his equipment, he makes sure we good. You got all the headphones, it's on channel three. <laughs> and he out of there, you know what I'm saying? So it just, I, I just believe in the beauty of collaboration. I believe that collaboration is a new currency and that mm -hmm. as a people, we need to stop seeing each other as competition and collaborating with each other with pure intentions on I want to see you win because when you win, I win. And so that I just, I just really love it. But the sound bath. I'm about to say, yeah, tell them about the sound. The sound bath, bath is an array <laughs> of instruments. So um, your body is made up of water, so seventy percent water. So the frequencies of the 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 instruments that she play moves the frequencies in your body. So mm -hmm. like it aligns your chakras. It can help you release traumas. It can bring up traumas. Um, it can help relax you. It is like so many different sounds. Like she has a, a, a ocean drum, mm. and she take it and she twirl it like this. And if you close your eyes and if you're in a deep meditative state, you can feel like you are in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean mm -hmm. by yourself, just. It's just beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful experience. experience. Good. Like, and um, actually, it's one. It's actually when I go to the schools, it's the kids' favorite part. They're usually very intrigued by what was playing in the background, because at this point, we got them laid out. They got the headphones on. They laid out, and she's playing these instruments and she's talking, and they're like, "Yo, that that was peaceful." When we get kids that fall asleep, be like, "Yes, we did our job." Because it really, it's like a really uh, um, tranquil experience. Like, go to YouTube and. Marcia, type you should film it and put it on YouTube. We should. We yeah, should. don't 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 say go to YouTube. You should film it and put it on YouTube for yourself. Y'all should do that. I mean, we. That'd be dope. I did one. Y'all should film a session. I did one session 
what was that last, September before last? Once that we did arts and heart. heart, I did a session. I had we had the headphones, mm-hmm. and I did one session, and I woke up out of that session. It wasn't even a full session; it was like thirty minutes. Right. It was a thirty-minute session. I woke up out of that session. I said, "I can do anything." I got up and said, "I can do anything." And hit the nothing, ground running. And hit the ground running. <laughs> nothing is out of my reach. I can do I like anything. I woke up from that thing and was just, and, st- and still haven't had a session since, but still living off still, of that. You still feel it. Still feel it and still living off of, I can do anything that my mind wants to do in my creative space. I'm going to get it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to take it. And that was from one sound bath. A thirty minute, a thirty minute session, not it, even a full, a thirty. It's life changing. It was, it was a very good session. That that young lady is amazing. Taranda is. And Taranda, uh, uh, if you she's hear this, phenomenal. I need you to come on to the house, girl, um, <laughs> so we can go ahead and get this going because it was, it like was that. really great. So how, how how can somebody like get 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 that kind of service from y'all? You right? um, contact me. You can go to thesoulmarket.com. And you can contact me, and we can get you some services going. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about for the um, plus size, or not even plus size, just the Curva 2 um, athletic line? Curva 2 athletic line is on, we are e-commerce, www.curva2.com. And you can, or you can hit me in on my, hit me on my DM. A lot of people DM me and ask me a lot of questions. Go right. to the website, make your purchase, we'll ship it out. So I, 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 um, I wanted y'all to get all, they just speak on, on that on y'all level of like where y'all from and all that stuff and right. what y'all do. But I I think that what I want to take from this the most is uh just uh collaboration. I'll use that word since you use it, collaboration. Absolutely. Um, because I think a lot of people, I'm I'm assuming I don't, I'm not saying I think. People I know, let's say from my experience, assume or feel that um, especially in our uh culture, mm-hmm. that black women can't get along. It's always a competition. It's always when you think of Music, of course, that's one thing, right? Yeah. When you think of um, music, of course, you know, uh, I, it's common for everybody like Beyonce per se, but then somebody always say, well, this person seems better than Beyonce. It's another black singer. Just pitting them. You always pit black women against each other. Right. So um, it's a big deal for two black women to be coming together to do an event. or And this be talking about an event for the for the pink, uh, for the run I'm about to talk about. Right. But I'm thinking about just hearing y'all talk. Y'all been collaborating before this anyway. I think that, um, number one, I'm not, a, I have in the past not been a big collaborator. And for those reasons that you outlined, the, the backbiting, um, the disloyalty, um, and then there's been times in my um, career as Curvitude Boutique, um, people have, have burnt me or tried to burn me. And then there's that part of me that is from East Orange, New Jersey, that is very closed off, that... I don't mm-hmm. look, no, don't get close to me, too close to me, because I don't know you and I don't trust you. I think that me and Jamila have known each other long enough in other ventures. And I didn't even see it when you said we've been collaborating all the way. I didn't even really view it as collaboration. Well, they, they call me an artist sometimes. But, <laughs> I think I just do that picture for y'all. I you think, I didn't, I, but now that you, you lay everything side by side, we have been collaborating yeah. and working together for a while. On different things here and there. Yeah, I think it's I think it's um just uh genuine support. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's really where culture. it was rooted at is support. Like I remember going into Curvitude one day 
um, telling them like, I don't know if I'm going to continue to do wellness. And Kim poured into me. She was like, Jamila, I've been doing business for so long. She was like, just stay at it. Keep going. You got this. And so I think it's just really um, the core of our partnership is that we are. We've always been supportive supportive of of each each other, other, period. So it wasn't like a. A cold, okay, it wasn't a cold collaboration. Like somebody introduced me to her and suggested that we do this together because what she does and what I do. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It was. Genuine. It mm-hmm. was. It was a. It was a thought that I took to my sister about what I wanted to do, and my sister said, "You know who would be really good at that? Which you could collaborate with, Jay." And I said. Okay. She's not tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because rack them and stack them. No. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute, and I said, she does do wellness. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll reach out to her. We, we, can, we can make it happen. And when I talked to her about what the Columbia County Health Fitness and Wellness Expo was about, what I was trying to do and how her being a part would really help me and enhance she was 10 toes down from the get she was like i'm in what are we doing where are we meeting and there's like she said there's certain things that she does well um that i don't and her 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 gift is um attention to detail and noting noting things and making sure things are documented and like we can have a we had the expo done in one meeting I think we was he was at my house for about six hours. Like eight hours. And then we had a whole, we did a whole, how's this going to go from beginning to end? She took those notes and took them home and typed them all up. And we had a blueprint on how everything was going to be done in a six-hour, six to eight-hour meeting at my house. And it was just good to have somebody um, to collab with that was just as passionate as I was about doing what we were doing. I think that it's it's a lot to be said with with you with y'all just said though because um, well me being a media me being around this in the city for a while I've 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 known Jamila for a little bit and um she she's always tried to be collaborative with a lot of people right right it's not always necessarily successful as this might be you know from what I'm hearing but I also feel like it's a lot of other things you mentioned you you being passionate her being passionate right but I think it's something about like people being open to things changing right or like you might have a you might have your own vision. Mm-hmm. Now you include Jamila. The vision changed a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. She got her own vision as well. Right. But it's okay. Yeah, you open to change. Some people that when you collaborate, they're not open to change. So they're like, instead of, instead of like, okay, we're going to partner up. It's like, oh, yeah, I hear, I hear you. I ain't calling her mom. She, she can stay where she at. You know? and it's not that you, you don't like her. It's just like, right. it's not collaborative. I'm not open to change. I'm not open to something being better because I got what I got. I want what I want. And my vision is this. Not that it's wrong or right, but... Sometimes that also starts to create tension amongst people that's working together because you're like, yeah, I had it mapped out already. I didn't need you to come do this. I didn't want you for this. But y'all open to be like the yin and yang to each other, like things you're good at, you're okay with her lead and vice versa. Even y'all talking, I I can see it then. Like, okay, well, it's my turn. (laughs) Okay, it's my turn. You know, I've seen it. But there's a person that's that's not here that you're missing, and that's uh, Shonda, who is like the, what would you call her? Like the the Yeti? Like she's... She like she she like the, the, in the, the middle. Of she's it. in the middle. Like she's she's not um, officially a part of that the Columbia County Health Fitness and Wellness Expo, but she is like we have a circlehood, a sister circle, and in that we we talk about a lot of things, we share a lot of things, professional or personal, 
and we know each other pretty well and we don't have a problem in this circle saying this was right and this was wrong or you should do this or don't do that or not because of any motive that I may have, but I want to see the best for you. And that is very hard to come by these days um, when you have somebody genuinely that just genuinely gives a damn about you. Right. I don't need nothing from you. I don't want nothing from you. I want to see you win because you win. I know you. I know you coming back for me. I win. I know. I'm going to New York Fashion Week. I'm going to Miami Swim Week. Boom. Pack it up. You going? Mm-hmm. You know. You know what I mean. Yeah. I know. That's that's just how it is. And to have a circle like that, that when I elevate. When I elevate, I'm bringing my girls with me. When she elevates, she's going to bring us with her. When Shonda elevates, Shonda is going to bring us with her. And and may not you may not see, you may not, when I say elevate, you may not physically see us two right there by her side like this. You might not see that. But you may see other ways that we, a connection, a plug, or a door that's opened that right. might not have been open if not this person been in the been in that situation. Yeah, and listen. so many doors have been opened amongst us three that we we really have been um, the cornerstone for each other. So though Shonda is not here um, physically here with us, she is always been a part of it. And so that's just 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 how we roll. We elevate. She's coming with us one way or another. And that's just how we always have been. And it's been like that for years, I would mm-hmm. say about years now. Unknowing, unknowingly like that. Not trying to intentionally say to the other person, when I elevate, you know, I'm bringing you with me. No, we don't have to say it. It's just a natural it's thing. It's a that natural happens. thing that happens. Like, I feel like when I got my contract with the city of Augusta, right? When I had a seat at that table, I saw. <laughs> they just don't know that I'm about to bring everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just don't know. Like, okay, y'all call me for yoga, but watch this. I'm about to go home and make a plan for massage therapy, sound bath, yoga, yeah. meditation, everything. Right. And for me having a seat at that table, this one meeting, and I'm not gonna call any business name out, but they were in need of a service. And the lady just put it out there and she was like, hey. I'm looking for someone to do smoothies. Um, uh, I need, I need, um, she needed gift, gift, gift certificates for smoothies because they were giving smoothies away, um, a part of their wellness bag to their employees, right? And so when she calls out this business name, I was like, well, I know who, I know somebody that do that. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, really? I was like, yeah, I can call her right now and we can see if she'll be able to um, provide these services for you and make these certificates for you and provide your people with um, smoothies. And they're a local small business in Augusta. Mm -hmm. You may want to support them rather than supporting a franchise that's not in Augusta. And she was like, well, yeah, great. I just need the information. I need this done. I need this done by the end of the day. Very true. I left out, hey, um, call this lady right here. Call her right now. (laughs) Call her right now and tell her this is what she need. Click. Guess it ended up giving that that business owner, I think fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars. Oh wow! Because I was at the table. Really? Yes. Smoothies, huh? Smoothies because they because they purchased gift certificates for the whole municipality. <laughs> so every everyone that works for the city of Augusta 
got in a little Christmas bag a gift certificate to go and get a Free smoothie money. from That's this crazy. smoothie business. We- I know. Right? We need to get in the smoothie business. I need to make smoothie. I, I, can, make make a, I can make smoothie. I can make For that smoothie. much money? Yeah, I can make I got it. one of them ninjas at home. Me, 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 me. I use my wrist well, for well, well, this particular business, this particular business can offer smoothies or cold-pressed juices. So I was like, well, this this person can offer them. If they're not a smoothie person, they can get a cold-pressed juice. <laughs> You didn't hear. Him. We got handmade smoothies. You're gonna be doing that for a long time. What you need? Strawberry banana. Hold on. There we go. I'll go buy the banana if I have to. You got 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's things like that, right? That we should do for each other. If I have a seat at the table, you at the table, whether you're present or not present. Yeah. If I know that it's a service that you provide that someone is telling me they're in need of and I can plug you in, baby, I'm plugging you in. But that's not for everybody. No, that's not. I mean, you got to have. But we got to have that. You got to have that. I mean, this is the people that's in my circle. Circle in the circle. These are the people that I know support me, that I can support them. Absolutely. Not just anybody. And I'm not putting I'm not putting my my name, my face card on the line for anybody. Not the face card. Not the face card, because the face card gotta be good at all times. You need to be able to swipe that motherfucker. Hey. The face card gotta be good. The face card to get you in places that other places can't. Uh, Amen. Amen. I'm I'm telling you. I, yeah. I don't have a. I just, you do have a face card. I just card, stay Kim. home. I stay home. She got a face card. I stay home. <laughs> I know my face card is good though. That's all I know. <laughs> it may get us in some places that you'd be like, huh, I ain't know we could. Yep, we in there. Let's go. Uh, I want. I know. So I know we be talking about the, the collaborative effort though, but right. um, I want to talk about next week. So you got the the pink 10k run. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we out here doing big things in Columbia County. Yes. Oh, what is that like? And and what is it like? What, what does it signify? The Columbia County. Okay, so it is the Columbia County Health, Wellness, and Fitness Expo, uh, nonprofit, five hundred one Incorporated. Incorporated. Sorry, see, five Walking for a cure. Just, just go ahead. And take it's it. the Columbia County Health, Fitness, and Wellness Expo, Incorporated, five hundred one C three. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization, and, and the core mission of our nonprofit is to encourage health, fitness, and wealth in Columbia County. Just simple as that in our name. That can be from uh, childhood obesity. Uh, that can be to having kids open out on um, playing in the open air or camp unplugged. We'll talk about that later. It can be anything from doing a breast cancer run to a health expo, and that's what we're doing this go-round, October 28th. We are doing our inaugural because people that say first annual that doesn't sound good. I, I got I got um, ripped into one time for saying our first annual. And it's like, don't say first annual. It's your inaugural. I said, okay, inaugural. Um, an inaugural breast cancer run, 10K run. It's going to be at the Evanstown Center. And it's going to be a health expo, expo as well. So we're not just having you come and run um, and wear your pink and run. We come wear your pink. You run. Get your health checked, get some screenings, get some education going. Uh, we have stuff out there for the kids. We're going to have this big, huge mermaid bouncy house and a castle house out there for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just excited about this effort that we're doing here. This is a really this is really a big thing for us. We just got our 501c3 in June. And so to actually step out and do something like this and be very aggressive with it. And this um, is October 28th. This is next week. Yes. Next Saturday, uh, yes. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. It says... Uh, Runtime nine thirty a.m. Yes, but it also says eight a.m. on there. 
registration registration gotcha. a.m okay. run time 9 30 i'm making sure because it'd be a, you know it'd be a bunch of walks and stuff and i remember talking to somebody the other day and they was like we got here at seven they ain't stop walking to 10 i didn't know so i'm making sure everybody knows oh no like, no because we're gonna have some things beforehand we're okay. gonna have um the it's more than a walk it's more than just a run yeah, it's, it's an expo it's, it's deep than just a run. fitness expo it's, as well yeah it's more than just that right so i know you when you text me uh yeah when you messaged me and i told you to text me and you, you sent the picture right yep so I asked, I was like, how many people? Because I see four people on, on the thing. But I guess these are not people y'all know. No. That's a flyer I made up. <laughs> I'm done. I didn't know. I'm like, all right. She said, I said Get four. I said, God damn. Get like, your friend. We're going to have Evans Town. I only got four, four mics and one of them it's is mine. Graphics, sir. Graphics. It's graphics. graphics. Yeah, but I ain't know, man. You it's know. Okay. I see. I appreciate you asking. I was like, man, one, two, people. three. I said, who are all these people? I don't know none of them. <laughs> I found you said you were like, oh, me and Jamila. I said, well, I know Jamila, so it's fine. I just have to tell you. <laughs> I'll pull to the See side. That face card you was talking the face about. Card, the face card you were talking about. And the and the. There you go. I was like, who is this? I'm like, that, is, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you the one in the middle. I'm like, this must be the girl oh, in the middle. Child. I didn't. When people message me, you messaged me on Motor Masters. I really, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't respond to those. Oh, okay. So that's why when you, when you, well, you when said you text it to me. me. You said text that's it to why me I, afterwards. That's why I text, yeah, yeah I like, appreciate that because I'm glad you didn't ignore it. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know, black woman, I mean, all right, da, 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 you know. I was like, sometimes I don't, I don't respond. I, be I appreciate it, though, because sometimes I, I, oh, people damn, don't respond, you know. But why you, why, why you just didn't say nothing to me? Why you didn't respond? Cause I, because she came to me afterwards, and she was like, oh, okay, um, okay. I'm like, that was weird. Uh, you uh, you know about more than, a, more than a master's podcast? I was like, yeah, I actually told her that we should come here after we do the run. Okay. Um, And she was like, but why we can't go before? And then this is one of the things that I just was like, you say we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I think it went pretty well. I don't think yeah, I think yeah. this has been a great interview. Yeah, I, I had fun. It wasn't what, well, let me tell you, she kind of inspired a little bit too to, to me to like uh, go a little deeper than what I was doing because earlier you brought up, you know, drop the disc and I was like, well, you know what? And we were talking about passion versus business. And I was right. like, well, it, I would like showing it. I, it's one thing to say, but I like to show it as well too. Absolutely. You know, some people... Um, in the city, it's other good podcasts in the city too, and they one of them. But everybody do their own different things. So sometimes people got a time limit. If like only only sixty minutes, okay, thirty minutes, because business wise, it's, it's not lucrative for them to go any longer than that. I love this. I to feel me, like it's I'm, on passion. I feel like yeah. I'm like on Joe Budden podcast because you know. I, I'll take that. I, I like love, Joe Budden. He, he inspired me to do this too. I, yeah. I love. That's my favorite podcast ever. <laughs> Joe and Ish and Ice and. So you're enjoying your first time on a podcast. I I am enjoying the first time on the podcast, but yeah, you know what? See. I am very, um, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a great time, and I'm laughing and kicking. Mm -hmm. But I'm also in my mind saying, "Watch that mic, because you know how you get. Because I can get real." You can't, you can't to the right, the right no, but podcast. She's, she's, first podcast she's, she just, she just overthinks, and she's good. I feel like Kim is over. We, you got to see. We, we have been doing press for the last two, two weeks. weeks. We have been on every news station in Augusta. Twice. Twice. <laughs> we just we were just on WJBF this morning um, with Sean Cabbage Stalk this that morning. Ran, that ran? That had to run this morning. That ran this morning. Oh, wow. Um, so I we seen had, Carlton one. I and seen we, we one. did Carlton. We did Carlton. We did Parade of Quartets. We did Des Moines Mix. <laughs> We've done um, Fox. Yes. We have been on everything. So, um, yeah, she's, she's good. But that's why you just see me say, you take it. And she did a great job too. I'm not gonna lie, I thought that was gonna have to be like a 10 minute clip of the rate, but how she did it, I was like, oh wow. She Phenomenal. She's been like, killing it. She's been killing it. I did it. what? 
Talk about the, yeah. yeah, just the, the you, you, you ran through the whole flyer like without looking at it at all, and yeah, just she, ran through it because we've been doing this we've for been doing two weeks <laughs> and she's been killing it. Like, we've been talking for two weeks. We have a we have a plan, so it's more or less you know when you get in the window of press time. Mm-hmm. So I think the way that me and Jay work, there is a lot of behind the scenes leading time, prep time of everything that we're doing. And I'm a backwards planner. That's the military taught me how to backwards plan. So if I have the date of what we're doing, when we lock the date, time, and location, that's all I need. I'm that's backwards it. planning from, from, from where we are to that date. And at a certain point in time, you, you have to hit that press. You got a window. They're not going to care 30 and 40 days out. They don't care. There's, when you hit that three-week three week window, they care. They want to hear about it. They want to talk. They want to talk to you about it. And so we are very intentional about press. When I say, when I'm talking to um, um, Shonda, I'm talking to Jay, it's like, it's press time. It's press. It's all we're going to do. We got to do press. And so that's what we have been. Can you show me a sweater? Oh. Your, your fight, fight your is, fight is our, our fight. fight. Okay. Yeah. So that's our that's our shirt for the run. We're having um, white tees. Everybody will get a white tee. Um, I like that sweater. And then on the back, thank you. And on the back of the T-shirts, it has the logos of everybody who has um, sponsored us, um, the vendors, or people have donated, contributed, or have worked with us in one way or another that was equal to, like case in point, um, we had um, our friend Dwayne, who's with Fusix 365, which is a great organization out here in Augusta. And he, um, he did our commercial that's running on Fox 54 for us. So he did the he did the commercial and put everything together and it, we didn't have to do anything. I did the voice and then that was it. So that's that's a really expensive thing to do. So we put his logo on the back because he definitely supported us. That's dope. So those type of things like that and we just it it just works. Like it, it say you say this is what you're gonna do and we're gonna backwards plan to get to it and then we just do it. Jay is more or less the I know somebody that know somebody that knows. Somebody. She's the she she does. She knows every. She's always. She's like always two to three degrees away from somebody. Aren't you like three de, three degrees three people away from Jay Z? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she th- stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I know somebody that knows that works for him over at such and such. You be like, really? I actually really do know somebody that. I know. That's what I'm saying. I know you told me at one point you got like she's yeah. One of my friends, her cousin. <laughs> Works, um, does PR for Jay-Z. And there you go. See what I'm saying? She's always two to three steps away from somebody. Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know nobody. She what? But she mentioned the mayor earlier. Like, you got a friend that worked for the mayor of New mayor Jersey. Mayor Newark. Yeah, New yeah. York. So. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, so you always best, know somebody. You know somebody yeah, my yeah. best friend. She's very close to the mayor. That's dope. Cory Booker. I'm sure she knows Cory Booker. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she yeah, knows. I, I seen my perfect club one time, Cory Booker. Hmm? Cory Booker, who ain't that? Cory Booker was um, the mayor of Newark back in the day, and now is he the senator? Go- senator. Senator. Yeah, he's something. That I, I know. I've seen him online a lot. He's senator so, in New Jersey. But I follow the politics up he, there. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, but Cory Cory Booker was like when he was the mayor. He busting. Do, do you know that he went and moved himself into the hood? He did a documentary. Like the hood, documentary. like the hood. The hood. Yeah, he like down shout out to him because I wouldn't have did it. Yeah, I'm not, and then I'm he was getting up that. and taking jogs in the morning through the hood. Like Corey, yeah. you had he had balls. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> Jay knows Jay knows some of everybody in in Augusta. So if I say that, you know, we need to get 
like I, I said, we need water. I said, we need water. I can put on my page. And can we get people to donate water? <laughs> Crickets. You put it on Jay's page. Hey, yo, we need some water donated for this event. Help us out. And then how many people said they would give us cases of water? Like 10 to 15 people? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of people say, count my business in, count me in, count me in. Jay just has that connection. And everybody, like you said, everybody sees her out on the street. Me, I'm more... I guess behind the scenes, even though I'm quiet behind the scenes, I'm more, and I'm a home, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a, a mom to a seven year old Jay's daughter. Yanni damn near runs everything in the house and she's very independent, independent. independent. So, you know, I'm a mom, a wife and you know, those are my, you know, when I'm home, I'm home, I'm doing that. And so that kind of occupies a lot of my time outside of curvitude athletics, doing stuff behind the scenes for that. So Jay is more. But I my personality body. is. Yes. Um, I'm a. I am definitely influenced. I'm. A, I want to say flight attendant, but then they may not understand what I'm saying. But I am very flighty. Like I am very. You know how a flight attendant is really welcoming. Mm-hmm. And she, like yeah. you would never get on a plane and the flight attendant was like, "Welcome to Delta." You'd be like, "This bitch need a new job." Like you need somebody yeah. that's perky and that's always. Mm-hmm. And that's me. That's my my natural uh, uh, personality. And people kind of just really flock to me, and they just take to me, and I just, I just really just show up as myself. And that's so not me. I'm RBF all day. RBF. No. Oh, RBF. I got you. I got you. Resting. Yeah, I got a resting face. I got you. I, I got a resting face. People out. tell me that all the time, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm 51. It ain't gonna change. It is what it is. You know. But you got to get to know me. Once you get to know me, people already always assume assume that I'm mean. And she is funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, you didn't come up as mean, but I guess, I guess yeah, it depends on how, how you meet a person. But some people think that I'm mean, and that's not, I'm not mean. That's just. It's my, just a Jersey person. It's just that I get, the, yeah. I get the same thing, though. No, you don't. I do. I, I, told, never I had nobody, a guy. I never heard nobody say guy, Jay is mean. I had a guy in Publix. I was in Atlanta, and a guy, I was standing in the line, I was standing thinking that I have everything that I needed for this shrimp and grits. And the guy said, Damn, why you look so mean? You look like you'll rob your damn self. I was like, damn. He probably, he probably was trying to talk to you, though. I was like, rob myself. Yeah, he trying to holler. But I was like, did you know when you like deep in thought? I was really deep in thought, and I was standing there probably looking like. So yeah, I've been told that I don't look, I don't look friendly. No, I always get. That. I can't see it. I always get. You that. always seem friendly to me, so I don't know. I always get that. There's no, there's no question. But I always. Get that. I can see it more for you than me, but... I, well, damn. <laughs> I know, right? What was that about? What the... You just no, said no, no, I was no, just no, agreeing with you. Agree, you. You agree. Damn. But I always get that. Even people that talk to people that know me, they're like, how are you kind of cool with her? She seemed like she's so mean. And most of the people think it's me. That's the mean one. It's actually somebody. I ain't going to say their name. It's somebody else that's in our circle. Is she funny? I'm I'm, like, I'm more comedic. Yeah, you seem like you more... Like, I'm more uh, comedic. comedic. Yeah. Funny. I'm comedic. I'm the I'm the joke giver. I'm going to be... I'm the joker. But funny as hell. <laughs> my jokes are not for the public. Y'all, I was just sick, y'all. Let me tell you. This, this heifer. So, I'm sick. I pick up the video because she likes the video, right? And I'm like... Before I put the camera up to my face, I said, Kim, don't laugh, <laughs> right? Kim, don't laugh, because I look like 
watch, okay? I put the camera to my face. She go, damn. <laughs> you look like you got hit by a shop right truck. Who the fuck did it? We going to get him. Da, 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 da. And I was like, Kim, not right now. I don't feel good. And she is crying laughing to the point that I'm crying laughing because she laughing so hard and I'm like yo why you play so much you just play too much she was stop. like you look real bad you look you look fucked up that's what you look I couldn't, I couldn't stop I felt I, she couldn't I, stop and she just laughed and then I ended up in the hospital then she felt bad she I like, felt bad because the next time I did a FaceTime with her now I'm in the, the background she got, on, she got on her scrubs and I was like oh you were in the hospital for real Oh, so you did feel bad. <laughs> and I was still laughing. So I was like, I'm so still sorry. laughing. But when she, the thing was, is that when she brought the camera up, my like, hair was crazy. It, it went like this. And I, said, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> But that's how you know, that's how you know you pass friendship and you like in the sisterhood because your friend would be like, oh. No, nah, she just oh, like, oh, nah, look yeah. crazy. I said all that, but I nah, was laughing. she laughed first. I was laughing when I said it, though. Nah, I was she, like, you nah, are right. Nah, like, she, la- she laughed first. I did, I did. That's I funny. laughed for minutes. <laughs> minutes. It was minutes. <laughs> it wasn't like no quick shit. It was, I'm a, it was crunch real. <laughs> and everywhere we go, we always end up like... We was on Carlton's show, and we tell we doing Carlton's show, and he, he doing the intro, and me and her still sitting there we joking. We talking. He said, y'all can't be talking when I'm talking. We was like, oh, oh my sorry. bad. <laughs> my bad. That's funny. <laughs> That's <laughs> Carlton, too. I can see him saying, like, Shout out, Carlton. You, we had fun with Carlton. We definitely we did. Fun with but, him. yeah, we definitely have a good time wherever we go. Um, mm. I think it's just a Jersey girl vibe, though, that we could just really rock with each other and not take offense, because some people probably would take offense to something that we really say to each other. But yes. It is what it is. I, I I definitely I use uh call. That's the only one I watched. I watched it this morning. I meant to watch it on Friday because I'm gonna be at talk on Friday. Right. I said I'll watch it before to see how I wanted to do it. And I know, like I said, so a lot of NT is on time restraint. So right. You got ten. You got fifteen minutes. Whatever you got. We were in and out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I watched it. I said, okay, well, cool. I know how I want to tackle mine just right. off that. Cause me, me and Carl had a podcast together for years. Yeah, Fire and Ice. I like him. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah, on yeah. um. On Five Twenty Radio and everything. On Round here Radio, Radio, right? Radio. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when Round here Radio was popping. Yeah, we all yeah. had shows on Round here Radio. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah, you sure yeah. did. Yeah, I remember that. Um, DJ Swag, Round here Radio. Yep. It's, it's, it's he got his own like uh internet radio. Um, oh and, wow. Uh, he had shows at the time. I I still always do my own show. We just sent it to him. But now think Jamila, y'all would go up to his studio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um and. Yeah, with Carlton, we was on Fire Nights. We like two years. We had like we did like hundred some episodes. We got like hundred and twenty episodes of Fire Nights. Me and him just Where are they at now? It's on it's on um Sound SoundCloud. Back then we wasn't doing video. We got like two we got like three video okay. episodes, but everything is audio because podcasts had transformed to just sure. kind of doing video. But at the time we only did we only did audio and it was two hours. Yeah. We had a few deals. We we had uh we was in North Carolina radio, we was on five twenty and then we was on um Brian Radio too, and then my SoundCloud. So it was a good little, good little thing. So I had a lot of, lot of, lot of training before I started this interview on my own. Like I had a lot of training and stuff. So Colin was definitely a, a major impact yeah, on that. Yeah, he's great. Well, you definitely inspired me to, to think about because I. You got, you got a voice. You got a voice. Do this. Yeah, I was gonna say that. You got oh, a voice. Oh, thank you. Well, oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> no but I was um, thinking about it. Like we was talking about that a couple of years back. We was me and Sean was gonna do something, um, but I, I mean, 
I don't know where the time would be. You just got to go for it. Ain't, ain't no right time. Yeah, just, she's just, ain't never it. the right time. You just got to go never know, for it like, and execute and do it. The good thing about what I, what I noticed from both of y'all's stories too, which you got in common, is both of y'all just started something. Y'all just did something like for a reason, but the reason wasn't to be in business. It was just more so like, I feel this way about this. I want to do this. Yeah. I feel this way about this. I want to do it. And it kind of blossomed into what it blossomed into for y'all to be lucrative and, and, and yeah. y'all to be pioneers and just doing stuff in the, in the community. But it's so. never, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people will assume sometimes they see, and, and especially with Curvy 2 Boutique, I still get people asking me for clothes and things like that. And the, the perception is, and, and for some people, they think, oh, you in business, you got money. Oh, you, you, you've had a business. Look at you got your home brick and mortar. You got money. No, fool. Because, you know, you got to pay people. Yeah. You got to pay people to watch your store. You got to pay for the rent for that store, they, they think you paying yourself first. You last on the list, and what's ever left mm-hmm. <laughs> out of all people, of that? People and business. I think people automatically assume. Even where I work at, like you assume. If I say, "Hey, we did uh, a million last week," you ain't, you ain't thinking about payroll. You ain't thinking about when stuff get gotta get broken or get fixed. You ain't thinking about people get hurt. You got to pay their medical bill. There's so much stuff that come out of that million that right. by the time, like it's. Uh, I forgot the word for, but the actual number you make is, is really the small. Line, when you get to yeah, that bottom it's really, line, it's, it's like, really small. here you go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. You don't know all the things you got to pay until you see how much you took from Woo. what you actually probably made. So Exactly. And so, you know, I, I've been curvitude. We've had our ups and downs, and it seemed like I had to start over every couple of years. Like I moved from one spot to another spot. And then Soleil came in and they bought the, the building. And then it was like really, it was abrupt. It wasn't a, you got a year. It was like your, your lease ends in November. And it was like, I think August or something like mm. that. Yeah, you got to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. You got to pivot. You got to pivot. I, I, that's, that's just been my whole mantra of business has been pivoting and then I had to go back out on Broad Street and find another place on Broad Street and I ended back up in 908 and then being there for so long and then and then you gotta get your people it's like anytime you move you're gonna experience a 20% loss because people are accustomed to you being right here even if right here and right here is four doors down. It doesn't matter. You gotta point them in a direction. You got you got to advertise all over again. It's like you gotta almost start over to a certain degree to get your followers to hit. Hey, you guys, I know you're following me over here, but follow me over here. And mm-hmm. so when I and then when I closed and then have to pivot to athletic wear and then swimwear. I still have people asking me for dresses to That's dope. Like That's dope. Yeah, but they don't some people didn't follow me on the pivot. Yeah, yeah. Then some people are not gonna follow you on your on your journey. They're gonna go with you but so far. Customers that I had were customers faithful, loyal customers that I can heck, I know you coming through the door. You about to help me with this Georgia Power Bill, because I know you 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 gonna spend. But then when you make a pivot, everybody's not going to pivot with you. Mm -hmm. Everybody's not going to shift with you. And you have to be able to say, okay, I may have, I'm losing over here, but I'm opened up over here. In hindsight, looking back, 
closing the boutique was probably the best thing for me because it opened me up to be able to do this right here. Um, it opens me up to spend more time with my family. Um, I homeschool my daughter as well. So it opened me up to be able to, to have more time to teach her. Mm -hmm. It opened me up to be able to take care of a lot of things that if I was constrained to that, that brick and mortar, I might not have been able to do. Mm -hmm. Or I would have had to pay additional people, and you talk about that payroll, pay somebody to be there to, to sell at the store. But this opened me up to Miami Swim Week. This opened me up. New York Fashion Week was a two-week notification that I would not have been able to do if I had that brick and mortar. It mm -hmm. was a, hey, you want to do this? I got an opportunity for you. Someone in New York, um, a PR person in New York that I couldn't afford to keep. I couldn't afford to keep her as my publicist because she was, she was getting expensive. So I had to part ways with her. We parted ways well. I paid her whatever I owed her. But I said, after this, I, I, we got to kind of part ways. But she always looks out for me. She said, I like what you're doing, and I'm going to look out for you. And she called me within like two weeks of a show. Hey, got a show. Do you want to do it? This is how much it costs to get in. Do you want to do it? I said, yeah, I, I want to do it. And then it was within two weeks. Oh, it's in two weeks. No, you need to be here next week because you got to do fittings and this, 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 and this. If I had the store, I would not have been able to do yeah, that. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't have been able because so, I would have had to close the store. What would the risk would have been? Me closing the store over here and losing revenue over here for something that you don't know what this is over here? But I didn't have to worry about that. I packed my stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess some things got to happen for other things to happen. You know, mm -hmm. so... I hear that a lot. So sometimes that happens so that that can happen for you. Exactly. And then coming, bringing it all back full circle to Columbia County Health, Fitness, and Wellness Expo, if I had not had the athletic line that was birthed out of a pivot from pandemic from a dude, a deacon who berated me. Thank J you, sir. Jamila's friend. J Jay's friend. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, I had to throw that out there. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, look, hold on. It got to be a friend because she ain't said nothing. She ain't so. going to drop that name because she, she know his nothing. name. She know but Jamila, she ain't gonna Jamila, drop Jamila it. been quiet. Every time you say it's about name, she, she gets real. So. She get real chirpy, right? Chirp, chirp. <laughs> she look down and everything. Chirp, chirp. She looks sideways because she know who that mofo is. Her hands is. start moving a little she bit. She know who he is. I'm gonna tag him when I post his one. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She I don't know, know no deacon. Who he trust is. me. I don't know no deacon. So no, she she know who he is, but it's it's cool. Just um, let him be the deacon. He the deacon. Just let him be the deacon. The deacon doing that is because if I ever find that church, the deacon doing that is kind of wild though. But it's all good. The church deacon at the church he a deacon he ain't a deacon he ain't just called deacon for nothing you just don't nick no nickname nobody deacon that's a position man, house of the lord hey look man we gotta stop talking about your brother friend man let's leave, leave no, don't talk on, about that don't talk about uh a friend the, the gentleman the deacon the deacon that we will just call know him. that the deacon helped you birth something beautiful uh, thank you deacon i would like to thank you personally me and mine would like to thank you personally come through that's it come through send his wife something Oh, he got a wife. Not, not with Girl, that don't do that. <laughs> but at any rate, it was that those things led up to the Columbia County Health, Fitness, and Wellness Expo. And that was really birthed out of a conversation from a woman at a gym. She liked my athletic wear. And we just got to talking. And she said, it would be awesome if we had some things like that to kind of display wellness and fitness and stuff in here. And I said, it sure would. <laughs> sure would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we great. We great for ideas. And I went and picked it up and ran with it. And 
The first one we did in March really went well. Um, it was packed. It was packed and was over more than what we expected. Um, and it was a great event. It was it was greatly um, needed. Um, Dr. Bowman, um, I don't know who know Dr. Bowman is. He's a cardiologist here in the, um, the area. Top cardiologist. Top, top cardiologist. Well renowned. Yes. Gave us his time and his team and did the cardiac scans on um, people's necks. And mm-hmm. he just, it was just amazing. Um, and it just kind of, once we finished that, we was like, yeah, let's go. And I said, let's, 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 let's make this official. With first one we did, we just want to see what we can do. Then I said, let's make it official. Let's yep. get that 501c3. We, we got a lot planned for yeah. um, Columbia County. It's going to be great I mean, yeah. great stuff. Absolutely. You talk about, about to say camp. A bad word. I know. We got, we have like, um, <laughs> just one of the things we thought of is Camp Unplug. And yep. that's going to be, that is going to happen next summer. Sunday. Next summer is going to be one week, not the whole summer, Jamila. One week. Well, we, we, we agree. One week. One camp week. Unplugged. Camp Unplugged. We want the kids to unplug from their devices, unplug from the TV, unplug from your phone, come out and get. Active, come yeah, outside active. and play. Uh, learn how to read uh, read labels on on um, your food. Learn how to probably maybe cook and and do some athletic stuff outside. Just come and be active. Come yeah. and be children. Yeah. You know, when, when I was a kid, we would go home. If you had to do your homework, I did my homework at school because I wouldn't go outside. Yeah, me too. And you, when you came in, you took your school clothes off. You put your play clothes off on. You bring drop back, that. Bring back play clothes. You drop that playing. book bag down, <laughs> and you was outside until yep. until when the street lights came yep. on, and then that's when it was time for you to come in the house. We need to bring that back to our kids because forty nine percent of our children are obese. Mm. Tell them drop that number on them. Forty nine percent of our children have diabetes, and the food that our children are eating, parents come a little closer to the camera. Please stop feeding your children Takis. Please stop feeding your children a whole bunch of processed foods. When you go to the grocery store, shop the outside house first. That's where your fresh things are. That's where the things that can go bad are. That's where the things that are not highly processed are. The closer you get to the middle of the grocery store is the closer you get to all of the junk. If you ever go in a grocery store and realize Mm -hmm. that when you get to the middle out of the grocery store, that is probably where all of the junk is. All of the snacks, the cakes, the chips, the juice, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff is in the middle of the store please feed your children fresh vegetables and if your palate hasn't been exposed to it please don't do the disservice of not sharing that with your kids i was in a grocery store one day and a little girl was looking at some raspberries Mm. and her mom was like those are nasty and i looked at her and i was like have you ever had a raspberry before and she was like no i was like so how do you know that it's nasty she was like i don't I was like, don't limit your child's palate to something that you weren't exposed to. Okay, true. So, definitely. You knew that person? Nope. I just, I say what I want to say to people. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you want to <laughs> I mean. I don't know. You might, might root after all. Listen. <laughs> that, was listen. Little, that was a little crazy. Listen, yeah. I said it hey, in the nicest way I could. Say crazy. I can't imagine that. See, see, 
No, but I always ha- I have a. Have you, you know, tried a raspberry? Yeah, like have you ever had a raspberry? Have you tried these? You know what I'm saying? But like, what? I said it in a nice way. But I mean, if she didn't like it, she could have said she ain't like it. And it is what it is. I mean, because you can't see it. It is what it is. But anyway, um, yeah, expose your children to foods that out, are outside of your daily palate. Like I it. It cringes me when I go into the grocery store and I can look in the mom's cart and everything is in a box. Mm. And then they got um, the Kool-Aid juices and they got um, the pizzas and they got the TV dinners and they got chips and they got cookies and they got um, the little candies. And then you wondering why this little can't focus because of what you're feeding this child. You are feeding this child nothing but sugar. When your body takes food inside, it processes it and breaks it down into sugar. And so you wonder why the child can't focus. The child can't focus because they ate 10, you gave them 10 bags of Takis throughout a whole week. <laughs> oh, you know what That's red dye 40. So you, I, I can tell you, anti-Takis, no Takis. Man, they, blue chips, the they have blue chips. They are blue and red. That is dot. Well, my no, you cannot eat those. No those, takis. No takis. So if you're in a grocery store and you see a parent buying their kids takis, are you gonna take the takis back out there? No, out I the mind car? my business with certain I mean, in that in that situation with the raspberries, the little girl was really, really innocent about it and she really looked like she wanted to try it. And the way that her mom like was like, no. Well, what if the kid really want the takis? What you gonna do? I mean, I don't say nothing because those kind of parents, you can't tell them. <laughs> those kind of parents. <laughs> Yo, you. Some, sometimes, in some, in some times. In some situations, you got you to gotta be able to. I, I have a discerning spirit. I know who mm-hmm. I can say something to and okay, who I can't. Okay, that makes sense. That makes more sense. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And I felt like this was a younger mother in the store with her daughter. And the way that I approached it, it didn't come off as harsh as it It didn't sound like sound. the story. Huh? It didn't sound like the story, like how how, how it came off. Yeah, it probably. It, I'm sure the energy that I gave her wasn't right. exactly how, but that's exactly what the hell I said. But <laughs> see, what I'm saying I didn't, you see, you see, I didn't see. present I, that energy <laughs> so, to her. So though. most of the time, so most of the time when we start talking about parents, um, parents, most of us are just doing what we can or what we know worked for us. So when we're growing up, I ain't Doritos on a butter roll, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still here, you know. Sometimes we need to educate, we just need to educate ourselves on what's the best route to the best route to feeding and taking care of our kids. Now that there's more documentations, uh documentaries out there, um there's one on Netflix called Poisons talking about uh vegetables and um how to get E. coli and things of that nature. There's a lot of things there's out there now to educate you that we didn't have when we were coming up and our parents didn't have. Um, that gives you a better choice. You got better options and better choices. And like Jay was saying, to shop the outskirts of we the group. we never we didn't learn that when we was going up. I didn't know nothing about that when my mom was carrying me to shop right. And mm-hmm. I'm sure she didn't know either about shopping the outskirts of the supermarket. But there's so much education and information out here nowadays that to, to help our parents make informed decisions and so when we go back to camp unplug camp unplug is not about trying to convert your child into anything it's, it's about just getting our kids outside outdoors um so that they can get from in front of the screens um 
keep from in front of their, their phones and on the iPads and the tablets just to get back to playing games and being outside, exhausting some of that energy, <clears throat> exhausting some of that energy that they have that they don't have an opportunity to get out. Um, all along the way, of course, we're going to talk about eating right, drinking water, and being healthy. Of course, we're going to talk about, you know, moving your body in 30, at least 30, 30, 40 minutes a day and, you know, stuff like that. Of course, we're going to um, have different. We have um, one of my, my daughter goes to Taekwondo at Mr. Kim's um, down by Stars and Strikes, and they've agreed to even come one of the days to do a demonstration on Taekwondo and to do mini classes for the kids so that they can learn some moves and do different things. That's that's what we're offering. Um, I'm not trying to convert, convert nobody's. We're not trying to convert nobody's child to be no vegetarian or vegan it's or anything. If you want to, if you just give an exposure, exposure. you want to eat chicken, go for it. Um, <laughs> but there's a better way to eat chicken besides just frying, frying it. it. You know, and and of course we're looking for sponsors and donators to, for that as well as we start approaching into the next year. We'll probably start planning that at the top of the year. But um, that's just the goal of it all, and. In, in me saying that we this would be a great idea, I'm not saying that you won't catch a chicken nugget in my daughter's mouth, you know, or, or some chips. I mean, with everything, you know, there's like, balance. Right, with that's what I'm saying. I'm balance. not saying that when you walk in my home that we can we completely veggies, um, vegetables and fruits all over. That's all we eat. And we just, like, totally eating well and this, this. Because I'm fluffy, and you can look and tell that I eat. So I'm not going <laughs> to say that. Yeah, look and tell that I put it down. But, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that even in that, even even in all of that, I can look and recognize that our children and more of COVID, if you do studies, there's a lot of studies that are after COVID that more children after COVID um, are more inside. Now, you see them outside playing. You see some a lot of kids outside playing, but you also see a lot of kids inside. And they don't go out. They're playing video games or they're in front of the screen. They really need to unplug. They need to unplug. And that is for all of our children to get them back out and just to have a good time. And we plan on making it fun the whole from monday to friday i'm looking forward to camp Unplugged. we're 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 really going to make it a great experience for all the kids who come and we're just looking to partner with we may um, need to do an adult unplug too well you know that's you know <laughs> but we're looking <laughs> we're looking if, your par if the parents unplug they'll be paying more attention to their children i don't want to yeah know. but say you could it's a lot of a lot of programs that y'all talked about or that, that that are out there can be for parents as well you know what i re i really think that there needs to be like parent resource centers and parent like uh support groups and they really need to be like they're really 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 heavily needed right now because i mm -hmm. think a lot of parents are going through a lot of struggles and with you know a lot of moms being single moms mm -hmm. and having a lack of support and lack of a village and with the economy going on and with just everything, with just life in general right now in 2023, a lot of people are emotionally um, emotionally overwhelmed and need support, like really, really, really need support. Um, and I'm, I'm brewing on something to do for the moms and the parents because we just really need each other at this very time in... in uh, time in the world right now is really really much so very much so needed mm -hmm. mm. well I, I think um to add on what you said i think that's a good idea but i also feel like uh some parents probably need to look out and see if there are if that if the, if 
there are programs out there too because I think sometimes we don't look for it and it could be out there. One for, one specifically catered to that person's um, experiences or whatever. Okay. And they just don't. Sometimes we don't do our research. Absolutely. It's a lot of programs in Augusta and I'm going to shout out Angela Bakos from Resource Augusta. If you are in Augusta, go to Resource Augusta on Facebook or go and look up Angela Bakos and her last name is spelled B-A-K-O-S. She has every resource that there is in Augusta on her platform. If you need anything, you can reach out to Angela Bakos and she is going to have a, awesome to know. a connection to somebody that knows somebody that knows yeah. someone that can get you assistance. She is absolutely phenomenal. She just had a, um, um, a, a, a conference in September. Um, and she's really, really good. So there's a lot of resources available That's for the, the one we missed that that she had like 400 people. at 400, her 400 local yeah, yeah, organizations, yeah. Nine, nonprofits mm. in, in the local. Businesses. 400. Yes. That's a lot. Yeah. Resources mm. in Augusta. They are here. If you need that. the resources, please reach out to her um, and make it known that you need help. And please don't be too prideful to say that you need help. It doesn't make you less than we all need help. We all need assistance at times. Um, I've reached out for to resource Augusta because I needed help. So definitely, if you need the assistance, please reach out to Angela Bakos mm -hmm. and get the assistance that you need. Um, it takes a village. It takes a village. It takes a community. And we have to be able to um, be open and vulnerable enough with each other to help each other. Yeah, that's dope. Um, on, on, on that note, I want, I want y'all to, before we get out, I want y'all to um, say where they can find y'all again in y'all websites and stuff too. Okay. So I am Jamila Dukes. That is J-A-M-I-L-A-H-D-U-K-E-S. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all under Jamila Dukes. And then you can also find my business at The Soul Market on Facebook, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, my website is www.thesoulmarket.com. Uh, I will give y'all my number, but y'all may call me too much, so I'm not going to give y'all my number, but you can go to... <laughs> <laughs> You can go to <laughs> www.thesoulmarket.com and um, you can contact me and my email is the Soul Market AUG. The abbreviation is for Augusta because I plan on expanding it outside of Augusta at gmail.com. Um, and I would be, it would be my absolute pleasure to service you in any way that I could. All right. So you. what did you say do again? Oh. <laughs> Listen, the I heard you. Where to find you, how to find you. Okay, your, your, your okay. Website. I'm sorry because... I had a moment. Just there. your content information. You know okay. Um, I had a moment. I was listening to you, but then. You paying attention? I was, I don't know. Her name is Kimberly Beasley. No, I got it. I got it. I was. <laughs> I know the Beasley part. Yeah, listen. Shout out to Richard. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm Kimberly Beasley. I'm the owner of Curvitude Athletics. You can find Curvitude Athletics at www.curvitude.com. I am the founder of the Columbia County Health Fitness and Wellness Expo. You can go to our Facebook page, um, which is the Columbia County Health Fitness and Wellness Expo. And the website is, hold on, Jay. No. The website, the website is, is www.cchwfe.com. And if you also looking to run for yeah. our pink run, the website for that is www.cchwfepinkrun.com. And we are really, really, really want to see everybody out at this run. This is our first one. And um, <clears throat> more importantly, 
more importantly than what we've all talked we've talked about today is that we definitely want to give um, honor to our breast cancer survivors and thrivers, our cancer warriors. We want everybody just to show up and show out for them. And um, we look forward to seeing everybody out there next Saturday. Well, it'll be when you run this. This Saturday, October 28th, registration starts at 8. We start at 9.30 sharp. We are not on CP time. Um, (laughs) And we start sharp. And we have vendors out there. Just real quick to let you know who's going to be there. We got the the, um, Blood Shepherd Bank. Blood Bank that's going to be out there. Mm-hmm. We have Department of Veteran Affairs that's going to be out there. We have AU Dentistry that's going to be out there. We have a couple of, we got a lot of vendors that's going to be um, be out there from food to um, retail. We also have, um, we just got this vendor, yes, um, he um, applied today. He is a vegan barbecue uh, barbecue uh, vendor. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. we also have the whole... Department of Health of the Columbia County. Columbia County Department of Health. Department. Yes. And if you guys don't know, it's about 16 entities entities within that department. Mental, everything. We have mental health that's going to be out there for you. We're going to have something out there for the kids. We're going to have bouncy houses in the middle of the field for the kids so you can go ahead and do what you want to do and your kids will stay in the middle. We have food demonstrations by um, Angel Wright, Chef Angel Wright, that's going to be there. Mm -hmm. We have a Zumba demonstration, hip hop aerobics demonstration. We are crowning our survivors and the list keeps growing, Jay. We just got another survivor today. Awesome. Um, So what we did, this was Jay's baby. Um, It's called Crowning Survivors and we wanted to crown people to nominate their favorite breast cancer survivor and ever since we we put that out on tv we've probably got about five or six now mm-hmm. and it's growing we're gonna have to cut that off at a certain point <laughs> but no because because they keep sending them and it's like we got to get gifts for all of these people and i love it i love that they're all coming well, we're just gonna have to choose choose or are we taking all of them no we choosing okay amen so so <laughs> Amen. So um, <clears throat> we want you guys to come out. And again, the crowning survivors is to um, acknowledge those that are nominated by a friend or a family member about how they are surviving through uh, breast cancer. And we also just want to highlight breast cancer. It's not just women. This is just not a women thing. Men get um, breast cancer as well. Yes, we know do. somebody as a male who's had a double mastectomy. A male had a double mastectomy, I think, last week. Um from breast cancer is 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 not normal, I guess, but it happens to men as well. So we just want to not just run in our pink. We want to we want to highlight. We want to educate, and we also want to get people out there to the vendors. If you got something going on mental, we want you to come out. If you got something on anything going on that you think that you need help with, just come out there because there's gonna be somebody out there to help you. Absolutely. From the Rudy to the Tootie, we got somebody out there that's gonna help you. So, all right. <laughs> make sure you come out on October 28th. Well, I definitely appreciate. Can I drop the address? She didn't drop the address, so it's gonna be in Evanstown Center Park, and the address is seven zero one six. Evanstown Center in Evans, in Evans, Georgia. Evans, Columbia County. That it is Columbia County. The Lady A. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. I appreciate for coming out. Um, Thank and, you. And, and we talking. appreciate I like the conversation us. we had though. It was amazing. So, oh, so fun. Definitely shout out to y'all for that. And you know, hopefully everybody come out there. It'll be a successful event. And you know, 
Come back and do it again. Thank, Thank you so you. much. You, so you much. have inspired me to do a podcast because you make it so easy. Yeah, it is go. effortlessly. <laughs> it is. All right, one message podcast. We out. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> Phone was blowing up.